0: Hi everyone and welcome to episode 6 of Comics from the Multiverse. And it's a sad, sad <laughs> week. Because as Connor Ryan will tell you, the ginger sitting uh, over there, uh, below me on the video, if you're on the audio you don't care, but just know that he's below me. He will tell you that there was no DC Rebirth books this week and we're all very depressed about it. <laughs> it's not good. It's not. It's just... What a shit week! It has it's been pretty good
1: for my wallet, so that was yeah.
0: good. Well, yeah, and as Matt <laughs> will tell you, it's also a little bit of a depressing week because he's got food poisoning and he's yeah. still recovering. So, <laughs> but I'm here. So that's the
1: important yeah. thing.
0: Yeah, I was going to tell you to take the, the week off, Matt, but then it would just yeah. be me and Connor, and the thought of that just wasn't. I just wasn't <laughs> after, happening.
1: after Brexit, no, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> Since last
2: time we recorded, we had Brexit. There's been yeah. no DC books, like no yeah. rebirth books, and England got knocked out of the Euros by fucking Iceland. Yeah. And, the, and their immense Viking chant, which is actually pretty
0: fantastic. You well, I
1: it. have a new favorite team. Well, I'm gonna make a quick
0: correction. <laughs> Brexit was actually before the last episode. Yeah. Because because we spoke about it. we briefly mentioned it at the start of the last episode, so I know I know for sure. Right, okay. But the whole political world has gone mad in the week anyway, so Aye. Aye. But we're not going to talk about that, we're going to talk about DC Comics, uh, which this week is a little bit difficult because we don't have books. However, we are going to use these fifth these fifth Wednesdays to talk about things that we normally wouldn't get a chance to. Uh, maybe do retrospectives on things, you know, old runs or old big famous books and stuff. And that's something we'll do for future fifth Wednesdays where we have nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. This time though, this is the first one, and it seemed like the appropriate thing to do would be to talk about the New 52 and do a... we could call it a retrospective, but I prefer the term post-mortem.
1: Oh, captain, my captain.
0: <laughs> I need you'd like that, Matt. Um, yeah. So we're just going to talk about the New 52. Uh, we're going to keep it fairly light on spoilers, I think. There'll probably be some big things from the New 52 we have to talk about, but there'll be big things that you, w- if you're into comics, you probably would know anyway. We'll avoid any, you know, nitty grace. There's, there's no reason to spoil the last issue of Lemire's Animal Man, for example. You know, things like that. Yeah. There's no, no reason to do any of that. Um, and basically, you know, we've been really positive for the last five episodes. It's been a super happy time. It's time to get a little bit negative.
3: <laughs> just yeah, a little yeah. bit.
0: <laughs> and so we're just going to go through this. We're going to start way back at the start when we first heard about it, where we were at the time and just work our way through to where we were at the end and why we were desperately clamouring for Rebirth as DC fans when it came to that time. So, Mm -hmm. I guess I said we're starting at the start, so we'll start at the start. (laughs) Makes sense. So, it's usually what you do. Yeah. (laughs) Unless you're fucking Memento. Anyway, uh, so, New 52 was announced in 2011. Mm-hmm. And it's actually kind of insane to me that it's already been five years now.
1: Almost, yeah. Coming mm-hmm. up in September.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, if I remember right, the announcements were like in May June time. So it's actually yeah. been five yeah, years that since that about happened. Right. Yeah, um And so they announced they're doing a line-wide relaunch. There were some members before it, I recall. And then they, you know, revealed their ward and they showed us a bunch of books. I think they did it in the groups. Cause remember, they split it into like five families of books. They had the Bat yeah. Books, the Super Books, uh, Justice League Books. Uh, Young Justice or Teen Books, whatever they called that, Edge and Dark were the last ones I think. I may be missing one. Maybe Green Lanterns was another family. I can't remember. But that was that was the thing they did, and they split it all up, and they were bringing in some Wildstorm characters and all that. Mm -hmm. But before we actually talk about what they announced and what we were thinking about what was coming, I just want to get a sense of where we all were in terms of readers, because for me, the New Fifty Two. Was actually when I started reading monthly titles. I'd been reading DC comics for years at that point, but I'd been doing it entirely through trades and hardcovers. Mhm. Um. So, regardless of anything else, when they announced all this, I'm like, "Huh. That seems like a good, a good time to maybe make the switch. Maybe jump onto this whole Wednesday Warrior bollocks and yeah. get into it." Uh. So that's where I was. Um. And I'd read a fair chunk of the like you know, the the bigger characters. I'd read a lot ton of Batman and Superman. Read a lot of Green Lantern by that point I'd read John Johns' Green mm-hmm. Lantern, you know, read a fair bit of Flash. Um and that's just kinda where I was at the time. Um mm-hmm. Matt, I think you were reading singles a lot longer before me and Connor were, but you are older so yep. that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't start getting weighing about oh four. When I went off to college a whole, you know car right away from my house and they actually had a comic shop so i've been reading since 04 so i had seven years of dc built up um but it wasn't i wasn't excited i always got excited for whatever johns was working on which was usually green lantern back at the time and then a uh, flash point i was 100 percent in on and that's what led to the new 52 so i was i was stoked because it was something new and we didn't quite know what this whole new 52 was going to be So, and then we quickly found out. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah, so I was a long time reader at that time. I think I was only reading DC at the time. So, and and now it's funny because my shop gives me crap still when I pick up a non-DC book, even though I've been reading everything else for, since probably the New 52, because I got that grim. I needed other stuff to read. (laughs) So, but yeah, that's where I was at.
2: Connor? Connor? Uh, yeah, I was in a similar position to you, Pete, where I hadn't been reading singles, but I had been like reading sporadic trades and graphic novels and stuff. But I think probably a little bit less consistently than you were. Hmm. But then, obviously, I did the same thing, where I saw, oh, all these new number ones, seems like a good time to, to jump in and follow on, and there was no needing to look into where. It was just like, well, start here.
0: Yeah, that, that was, that was hmm. almost kind of what they were hoping for, possibly, as yeah. people like us who... Had been invested in everything, but we weren't reading singles. Yeah, and I wonder. And it's funny because when we get to talking about complaints and things we were disappointed in, I feel like we just have the exact same complaints as Matt anyway. <laughs> like we were, we were already mm-hmm. invested in everything. That was just, you know, it didn't really matter how we'd been reading that we were still annoyed by everything that changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not right away, but once things became clear and things settled down. I don't think anyone was that annoyed
2: right. Well, I mean, there was a small minority that were annoyed right away. Uh-huh. But for most people, I feel like they were willing to give it a shot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. More
1: th- so than Rebirth, I think, you know. Possible. Uh, well, it's because
2: they had the good faith at that point. There yeah. was like like you said, it was Johns who was spearheading it. And it was like, well, mm-hmm. let's see where he can take us. Whereas yeah. when it got to Rebirth, people were a little bit more salty.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they've done a pretty good job of winning people back, I feel like, uh, yeah. with Rebirth. But... Uh, that, that was certainly the climate back then and it was funny because obviously once they started announcing stuff and there was things like oh Barbara Gordon's Batgirl again so yeah there was a bit of sweetness too it. It like, oh wait so my Stephanie Brown book from Brian Q. Miller's ending Oh, that's yeah. sad
1: but Babs' is Batgirl how did she get her legs back because she's not Oracle
0: yeah because it's not like a dislike Babs, I love Babs yeah so, so. There's, there's always a silver
1: lining in everything because Johns was continuing from Green Lantern um, so he had ended an arc there, and was going to keep basically continuing with yep. the
0: New Fifty Two. Yeah. So um, you know, other excitement, of course, was Scott Snyder at the time was working on Detective Comics on what mm-hmm. I still think is his best Batman story, and yeah, he was we going, he was going to Batman proper. Uh, that seemed exciting. Uh, there was at the time Grant Morrison on Action Comics seemed exciting. I think also the fact there was just a lot of diversity in the style of books.
2: I mean, you had the, the war book, well, which war book there was at the time. Yeah, yeah, but the fact you can't remember what it was. No, no, they've done a few something.
0: since, but
2: like, <laughs> you know, like they were trying things. You had Eye uh, Vampire. Like you said, all the Edge and Dark titles, they're a bit yeah. out there compared to what most of the line well, was.
1: Because, yeah, they'd merged Vertigo and Wildstorm into DC. Yeah. So those two imprints, you know, just started printing under DC. They needed a spot for him, and that's where we got Snyder on Swamp Thing too, which yeah. that was the first time I'd ever read that character, so that was cool. Like there was a whole, whole lot of newness that I was willing to try.
0: Yeah, fifty-two flavors of it, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that that was just kind of where we all were at the time, and I I think leading up to it, um, I did get pretty excited. Like I was kind of pumped. I was like, oh, like, this is all the ones I want to try, and I think on when it launched on the first week, mm-hmm. oh, the first month, I should say, not the first week, the first month of it launching, I, I like I planned on buying like 20, 25 books, I ended up buying mm-hmm. like 35, you know, like I, yeah. I tried way more, because like one that I never even thought of, was Animal Man, and then I heard mm-hmm. that Animal Man issue one was good, so I went out and tried it, and it was yeah. great, you know, it was, that's definitely one of the standouts, just right from the start, mm-hmm. was Animal Man, Um and that entire run's worth reading as well. Uh, that's why I thought I would still have it. It should also really be read
2: with Swamp Thing, because they it make should, a really yeah. great duality.
0: Yeah, Swamp Thing's great as well. Snyder's Swamp Thing's pretty good. Um, I yeah. really like their crossover. Yeah, Rot World. Yeah. yeah. All the worlds of the red and the green. And yeah, that. Like
2: the whole run, though, they kind of put, like, they're, they're the opposite parts of each other, and they just mm-hmm. work really well together.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: they do. They do. Well, because they were bringing in DC, some indie guys. because like, Lemire really hadn't done superheroes, really. He had Sweet Tooth, and he had done Essex County. And then Snyder had been working on uh, Detective, but he came from Animal Man and... Oh, uh, not Animal Man. Uh, American Vampire. And that other one, I think, Severed?
0: Severed, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, so to have these guys now doing superheroes full-time, it was it's worth something checking out. And he also had old classic creators like Kurt Busaic on Superman, I think, or George Perez. was
0: Perez. That was Perez. Perez. That was
1: Perez. Um. So, yeah, and it knew with old, so it didn't know how it was going to play out. Yeah.
0: It seemed like there was something for everyone. Yeah, so it cool. seems like they wanted it to be a jumping on point. And I, I think that's where really we hit the first stumbling block of the new 52 mm-hmm. is how much it really wasn't a jumping on point for about half of the books, possibly more than that. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, th- I think one thing that was clear right at the start is you look at you look at Batman; nothing's changed. It's it's continued right on from what it was. Mm-hmm. With the only the only exception being that it's now all happened in five years, which doesn't work. But the
2: thing first. is, it still does work as a jumping on point because it doesn't really yeah. matter that much because they they still introduce all the characters. Yeah. like you you have that page. I think they do it like right at the start in the first issue. They have the the family
0: portrait thing. Well, they yeah, are. with that specific example, sure, because it was well written. Yeah. I tried but there the... was like
1: nine Batman books. That I tried
0: I tried the Legion of Superheroes book at the start of the New Fifty Two. Wow. Oh, yeah,
1: that wasn't a good version of Legion
0: Pete. Nah. <laughs> and that book not only had so many goddamn characters that I couldn't keep track of who was who, almost all of them had two names. <laughs> that yeah, that was, was not new reader accessible yeah, in yeah, the nah. latest. No, that, that that was about as new reader friendly as Issue, like, 58 of our... To be fair, if I recall,
2: they did remind you who everyone was, like, three times an issue, by having their names next to them.
1: Yeah. Because it wasn't Legion Lost, is the book that that it was launched as.
0: I think so, yeah. Yeah, That's a yeah.
1: So it dropped you off right in the middle of a thing that was ongoing that longtime Legion fans had heard about, but had never really seen. So I don't know if that was the smartest to to drop you in the middle of like an introductory issue would have been nice
0: hmm. yeah hmm. Uh, but no, nah, I mean there, were, there was good stuff at the start of the the, the, the whole thing um, people often talk about Azarella's Wonder Woman which has been a high point oh. of course Snyder's Batman which we've sort of briefly mentioned um, was a big hit right away uh, Azarella's Wonder Woman oh, that's what you said I said that first
2: did you? oh sorry <laughs> I thought you said something else for some reason oh no <laughs> Well, apparently my brain is shot to hell as well as Matt's today. Oh,
0: great! Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just... Oh dear! Oh dear! Uh, but, you know, you had that. You had Lumira's Island Man, which is kind of a stand-up hit. Snyder Swamp thing. You had um, what else was it at the start that was good? I've Francis
1: Manipole and
0: Brian Buccellato's Flash. Yeah, yeah that, yeah, that was that. That was good, but that was very bittersweet.
1: Yeah. Well, because, because they the Wally switch.
0: Well, it wasn't even just the Wally switch. I, I'm fine with Barry Allen being the, the <laughs> leader of the Flash book. The, the problem I had with that book was that, unlike Batman and Green Lantern, they reset Flash and Superman, but we'll stick to Flash just now, uh, mm-hmm. r- right back to square one, where Iris and him are just kind of like friends. Well, they won't some down the line. Like, he's got another love interest just now. Um Wally doesn't exist. Like, everything was stripped away. Everything. Yeah and that was really good. Rogues street. had
1: superpowers yeah. instead of weapon. So the thing you look
2: at it like that and it's like oh this should be awful, but it was still well written and enjoyable. Yeah. It's that yeah. Like, yeah, it was,
0: but at the same time I'm happy to be back.
1: Well, I look at it and I know it's hindsight, but I look at it now that we got all of that for the build to have Wally come back the way that he did. So <laughs> I'm I'm now okay with
3: yeah. it.
2: Just view the whole of the new fifty two as she was just waiting for this return. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, I, th- I think a lot of us felt that way on the outside of it.
2: <laughs>
1: Murdering uh, time.
0: Yeah. Um. So that now nah, the Flash was good. It was certainly beautiful to look at, and it was pretty well written. Yeah. But it it was really bittersweet. Um. And I, I don't think I ever fully got over how much we lost with Flash, um, or yeah. Superman for that matter, but we're
2: yeah, I think it was it was more stomachable at the start where it was well written. It's when when it became not even good to read that's when it starts to really. Oh, of
0: course, of course. I mean, that obviously is when it really really hurts. But as as good as their run was, there was always this kind of like asterisk next to it, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah, kind of thing. It it just never felt. Um, you know, when I look back on all the great Flash runs, as good as that one was, it'll always be under all the ones that I kind of see as being un- in continuity, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, I get it. But not not yeah. because
0: of just the the technicality of being continuity, for just what is missing from that continuity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I suppose that leads to Superman, because we alluded to it a couple of times there, and this is where oh. Matt gets to run wild. Uh yeah. First up, Superman at the start of the New Fifty Two. We got two books. We got well. We'll briefly mention Supergirl uh, actually first and get her mm. out of the way because she she'll be a fairly really quick conversation. I enjoyed mm. Supergirl at the start of the New Fifty Two. Yeah. Um, it was going well for about ten, twelve issues, and then someone named Scott Adelson barraging oh. in with a crossover called Hell on Earth. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, but
1: hell spelt with H apostrophe E L. Yeah. What yes.
0: A dick. <laughs> yeah. So that came in. It took over the book for like two, three issues, and then I just never went back because like it's, it's that thing where it just derailed the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and the first thing was is I eventually did go back to Supergirl because Supergirl got a new team around issue like thirty-four. I want to say something like that. Mm. Uh, and it was like Supergirl going to intergalactic Hogwarts kind of thing for people with superpowers. Yeah, the Citadel. And it was mm. really fun. And then they cancelled the book at the end of the first arc of this new team. Yeah, it
2: was rough times, because that, that yeah. was
0: legitimately really good. It was. And what's even funnier about that is it meant that when the Supergirl TV show started, there was no Supergirl book. Yeah. Uh... Just, uh, madness. Yeah, none, none of it seemed to line up very well. Uh, so needless to say, I'm deeply looking forward to the, the Rebirth Supergirl book, because mm-hmm. it needs to happen. I want a good Supergirl, but so that, that Supergirl very quickly sort of uh, dealt with in terms of that, but Superman, oh geez, we had two books, we had Superman, we had Action Comics, Action Comics was the one that everyone was kind of looking forward to, because it was Grant Morrison, who, yeah. certainly during this time and since then, I've I've definitely discovered for me he's very hit and miss. Yeah, you know, mostly he, miss,
1: but when he hits, it's like Robin Hood, it's an arrow that splits an arrow.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, when he's hitting for me, it's, you know, Arkham Asylum, A Serious House and Serious Earth, Batman and Robin, like, that, that's when he's, like, firing in all cylinders for me, and I get it, and I love it. Mm-hmm. But then there's action comics where it just feels like you're changing things about Superman for the sake of having a different version of Superman. At least that's what it felt yeah. like to me.
1: Well, and we found this out later, I think it was when around when Rebirth was announced, is uh, he had taken his plans to tell a Golden Age Superman story, hmm. and it was supposed to be almost like a prequel to All-Star Superman, and instead they threw it under the New 52 and gave him action comics. So that's why it's, I think, 22 issues, and it's just very all
2: self-contained. I think it was more like 16, but yeah. No, was it? I'm uh, pretty sure it was in the 20s. Cause cause I thought, wrote, I thought 24, maybe. Yeah, I gave well, up before
0: it finished, to no, so uh, well, be right than ours.
1: Well, because he uh, stopped at 20 because Andy Diggle was coming in. And that's when yeah. really the real problems happened is he got announced and then immediately he left.
0: Yeah, I yeah. Wonder, it didn't go straight on to pack, so it definitely wasn't 24. Yeah, pack was, what, 25? Yeah. 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 And
2: I think there was a couple of issues of Lobdell before Diggle.
1: Maybe then. But it was... Reading it by itself is fine, but they had... They had made it sound like this was the origin of this new Fifty Two Superman and nothing really lined up.
0: Yeah, nothing lined up, nothing made sense. And so much of what they changed about Superman right away, right at the time, made me kind of angry as a Superman fan. Um, yep. Yeah. So the Kents died when he was young and this landlady woman's now his mentor character, like what? Yeah.
2: I will say I definitely enjoy this run definitely more than you two do. Because no, I like
1: it. I just don't... Now that it's a standalone, I want to go back and read it knowing that.
2: Yeah, it also reads much better the second time through. Because yeah. of, like, how Morrison-y it gets, for lack of a better way of putting it.
1: that's well, it's a real thing, morrison
2: Yeah. That's all of what it,
1: Multiversity was, so...
2: Yeah, it reads much better the second time.
1: But yeah, so it did, like... Like, Lex wasn't consistent... From like Superman, where he had bought the Daily Planet,
3: mm.
1: to he was like this titan of industry that was working with the government and Action Comics early on, and it's nothing, nothing really gelled.
0: Yeah, and then we got that stupid new suit that's actually white, but it just like turns into his family's crest because yeah. he's wearing it kind of thing. I forgot about that. I feel
2: like a lot of that, like you said, that those things not matching up. It should have been sorted at the editorial level, but there, someone was too afraid to tell Morrison that. No. That yeah, essentially they're like, no, this is the new fifty-two line. You you have to change things to suit that. Yeah. It just never did.
1: Yeah, because he was a very much popular Superman. That's when we first meet him. He has yeah. the t-shirt and jeans and boots and yeah. you know, moving fast enough so people can't see his face. So.
0: Yeah, I. I... Yeah, I wasn't into the Morrison run. I gave up about issue ten, I think.
2: But uh, Nine was the Nine was the really good one with the uh the alternate Superman yeah. President one, right?
1: Yeah, President Superman, he fought Super Doomsday, and that's all a completely meta yeah. story. Then you go back and read it with the in the context of Man of Steel. It's like, oh man, Morrison was out in front of this before everyone else was.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. The so my thing is, though, is for me that just made me want to drop it because I was just like, this is getting yeah. weird. This is not Superman. This is not why I want to be reading.
1: I was reading it out of spite because I did not want to believe because we had action or Superman, and Superman was very. Shit. If, yeah, if action was very uneven. I would dare say Superman was not good. Yeah, and so, I feel that's because editorial had handcuffed George Perez He was like an all-timer storyteller
0: yeah I feel yeah. like George Perez shouldn't like I, I don't see George Perez's name and think oh this is going to be shit yeah. and, I, and I don't think that now just because of that Superman run which by the way was like 6 or 12 issues it wasn't long he was replaced
1: yeah, it was only 6 because Jurgens came in yeah Jurgens
2: did 6 and then Love Delta loved yeah, hell so, they, so they
1: yeah. could make Spawn a villain to remind you that they also have Wildstorm yeah
0: <sighs> and of course Lobdell wrote him like Peter Parker uh, if you if you recall that he, he had a very Peter Parker style of voice in that at least that yep. first issue I only ever read his first Superman issue and did anything after that, Lucky so that you. I do changed no I think I stuck through it
2: for a while oh I <laughs> oh, did
1: because right? I made a video of me finally dropping it because I had read Superman on my poll since 2004 and so it was a big deal when I finally dropped it after about 16 issues Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: You know, I see it out on the pull list. Yeah, this this was the time actually. See, it was around the thirteen to like sixteen range where my new fifty two pull shrunk mm-hmm. considerably. Not to what it had eventually become at the end. Don't get me wrong; it got really small <laughs> towards the end. But like, I went from twenty plus books to about a dozen. You know, but
2: we we did have the the wave two starting around that. It was around issue yeah. twelve, right? Yeah, because
1: their whole thing was they wanted to keep it at 52 books, so when one got cancelled, yeah. they had another one on yeah. the bench ready to go, which that was actually kind of cool, because it allowed for stuff like G.I. Robot when the...
2: Yeah, and that was also when of, Justice League Dark got really good. I think that's around when Lemire took over. Yep, was, it, was that it 6 over. or was it 12? I can't remember which one he took over, but like, yeah, when he I don't took don't over, that either. came really good. Yeah. Um, the, the Earth 2 book, well, you know... Different characters was
1: it actually a good. Started, book. It started really strong, and then Robinson left because again yeah. editorial. Yeah,
0: I liked the first arc of that, and then it started to dwindle. Yeah, I, I dropped it around issue ten. Yeah, I think I did too. Yeah, I
1: kept going until they launched the weekly, and then I used that as my bus stop, and I pulled the chain
2: and I got off.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that I mean that that's I mean I. Yeah, Wave Two. I don't remember anything surviving Wave Two for me. Um I, I remember I tried a lot of weird stuff at the start as well. I tried Resurrection Man, which was Abnet and Lanning. That was alright. Yeah. It was. I I read I think I read three or four issues of that and I just kinda of fell off of it. And then I heard it was cancelled before it even had enough for a second trade. I finished it. It was about what, eight issues. Yeah, something yeah. Like that. It was it
2: wasn't great, but it's-
0: pretty good you know no no I, I enjoyed it well enough at the time but as well as things where i was reading so much it was just one of the first things to yeah, go yeah, yeah. I tried a lot of stuff that I read like one or two issues of and dropped you know uh, Fury of Firestorm and oh yeah that, that was, was less awful. good yeah that was <laughs> less good uh, what else did I try I tried Captain Atom for one issue uh, try, I tried the, the Green Arrow that they the launched with and I hated that yeah that was awful uh, yeah, they were trying pal. to make him we
1: didn't have the Arrow TV show yet so they were trying to make him Smallville
0: Ollie. Yeah.
2: And it was
1: completely opposite from the Ollie that we were just reading.
0: So, yeah. so weird. Uh let's talk about the Bat books for a minute, particularly at the start of the mm-hmm. new 52 because obviously there was a lot of them, especially if you include the Bat family as a whole. So I just want to sort of run through them. So I was we'll talk about Scott Snyder's Batman. Obviously Scott Snyder's Batman is very good. Uh for most of his run. There's a couple of hiccups along the way, especially towards the end, I think, uh for most of us but some great stuff in there. Um mm. which I, I don't even think we need to go into too much. We'll probably almost do an episode at some point when we've got downtime just on Snyder's yeah. Batman at some point but there's yeah. so, so much to say about it. Yeah. So that, that's So that's Batman. But I want to talk about the other ones because whenever I go talk about the other ones in another place I don't think uh maybe Batman and Robin but something like the other ones. Mm. So detective comics they had um, Tony Daniel oh god on that writing duties. It's-
1: Stick to drawing,
0: buddy. And the funny thing about that was, is he had actually been writing Batman before. It was mm-hmm. like him and Snyder swapped. Like they were on the, the opposite the books pictures. before. Oh and yeah, that's right.
1: He was on Batman.
0: Yeah, he was on Batman. Yeah. And it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. It was like, it was definitely the weaker of the two books. Wasn't Batman. that
1: the weird Jeremiah Arkham stuff? Like, so, so We
2: started with the Dollmaker, didn't it?
1: Well,
0: that was that was with Detective, but I'm talking before the new Fifty Two. Oh, okay. yeah, when he was on Batman, it I can't remember. The, he had like a weird arc before the end. There was some, yeah. there, there was some stuff before that. I, this I there was some Bat books before the Fifty Two as well. Like they kind of all blend in together. Streets of Gotham from uh, and all that stuff, but Gotham City Sirens. That yeah, was on another one. Um, but his Detective, I, I I read Detective for maybe twelve issues. And I mm-hmm. came back here or there for things. Not when he was still on it. I don't think. Like, I came back for nineteen because that was the nine hundredth issue of Detective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I watched, you know, I watched see the the, the one shots and stuff they had inside the book. Mm-hmm. And And uh, twenty seven, they made a big deal out of. Um, and then I came back when uh, Butch and Manipal were on it, and that was actually oh, yeah. really good. That was probably the best Detective was uh, in the new fifty two. There's no probably about it, it absolutely was. It was. And even when they took a break for two issues, we got a really nice two-parter from Ben Percy. Yeah, which was on par with their run, I'd say. Yeah, so that was definitely Sorry. the best part. One of the most disappointing things for me is when I was catching up on a few books towards the end of New 52, and mm-hmm. I'm like, right, so I need to get caught up in Detective, and then I think Connor said, "I oh, know Butch and Manipal aren't on it anymore. I'm like, what? Yeah, they only did, because they did one arc...
2: And then there was the break and they did another arc and I think that was it.
0: Yeah. Maybe a, maybe a few yeah.
2: extra issues at the end. Yeah. Where with with just one of one of them left earlier, I think, and one of them just finished off.
0: Yeah. I think, I think when I stopped reading it, they were still on it, but it was still it was it was tying into the whole Gordon and the Bat robots sort of thing and I was just like, Oh, I don't want to read nah, see story. I don't think I don't think they did any of that. That was when uh, that was when Tomasi took over, I think. In that case, I finished the run. Oh, well, that's depressing. The There's no more of that to read. So
2: you
1: guys didn't like the John Layman stuff that he did with Emperor Penguin?
0: Oh, no, that was pretty good.
2: It, was, it, yeah, was, it wasn't It was anywhere near as good, but it was No, it's pretty good. I liked okay. it. I
1: thought he gave us a cool new character, that, which is kind of hard to do for Batman because he has such iconic rogue gallery. Mm-hmm. But So to get Ogilvy, the Emperor
0: Penguin, I thought it was pretty cool. It was okay. I I, did, I think, yeah. for me, like going back to the issue one of Detective, though, this is what a couple of things I want to point out, is just the writing in that. When I went back and reread it at some point, just the issue yeah. one, I was just curious, I wanted to go back and okay. see what it was like, and I for- I'd forgotten how terrible the dialogue was on it, because he actually wrote in the caption boxes, like for Batman, it, it, it ha- it's, Batman would say things in his narration, like, I am the knight, <laughs> I am the ba-. Like it was all these sort of things that we should be thinking. See, even
2: even as dialogue, those are fine in the circumstances because you can say that to a villain to scare them. Yeah, yeah, you can stream it at them. Yeah, but as an internal monologue, nah, no, that's really that's
1: very end of his career, Batman. Who he's been punching the head a little too many times, mm. you know. So he's not, you know. Reality's, you know, that's when he starts to see Batmite for the first time, you know. Yeah, that that's what I would guess.
0: So, yeah, that was Detective. We had Batman and Robin from Tomasi, and that was fairly good. Uh, that was definitely yeah. the second-best Batbook at the time. I th- I'd say 80% of that run
2: was com- was just fantastic. There was a bit yeah. after... When it, when it became the revolving, you know, Batman and... Yeah, yeah, that's when I stopped. Yeah, that bit was a bit weaker. That's, uh, yeah, that's kind they, of when I fell out as well, actually, now you mention it. Yeah. It, they, it picks they, up a you know, little bit. Just at the very end, after that, it picks up a little bit for like four issues, maybe, where it's really good again.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Well, Well, that that was after Damien died, though. And I think that completely just killed that book.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to bring up Carrie Kelly, how they inorganically put her in there and made such a big deal. And
0: And then then it was like
1: a a half a panel. And then I don't think she's ever brought up again in Batman
0: and
2: Blank, right? I think she's in a couple of issues in there.
0: Yeah, oh, okay. I, I, yeah. I remember Bruce like talking to her, and she's like wondering where Damien is. And like, I remember that scene happening. Okay. Yeah, she she eyes. shows up
2: a few times, but ultimately nothing happened with her, and it was <coughs> yeah. kind of pointless.
1: Are you an editorial.
2: It was the sort of thing where this could have been any friend of Damien's like a, a school from school or whatever. It could have been anyone, right. but right. it was Carrie Kelly just for the sake of it.
0: Yeah, they just, they just called the like Carrie Kelly. Cause yeah. Name right. recognition. You know. uh, then we had the Finch Batman book. We had Batman oh. The Dark Knight, which I wasn't even going to pick up because it looked like the worst of the four, just from previews and stuff. But I was in the hype, and I was buying all these number ones, and I was like, right, you know what? I'm going to buy Batman The Dark Knight number one. And at the time, it may have been the worst comic I'd ever read. <laughs> <laughs> it was and, and you're
1: being nice. Uh, the sad terrible.
2: part is I really like the idea of the book where it, mm-hmm. each one focused on like the villains and it took a lot from their perspective and like I like that core idea.
1: Apparently the two face story is really worth reading. I never uh, I, I quit after issue two. That was when the first went...
2: arc. I don't remember.
0: Yeah, you don't know, look I kind of of There was a, there movie. was a
2: Scarecrow one? Was that the first one or
0: the second arc? I remember the uh, cover no. of issue two being like a very muscly Bane looking Two Face holding up Batman. Yeah.
1: Oh god, and there was that Bane stuff too. That Bane cover was terrible.
2: Uh, yeah. There was some arcs like the, the Scarecrow arc was like, if it had been condensed to maybe three issues, it would have been good. But yeah. spread out over six, it was just bad.
0: Yeah. Well, continue with the Bat family though. Know. Batgirl. Um, I enjoyed reading Babs as Bat, uh, Batgirl. Uh, I had mm-hmm. fun with that character and her voice. That said, though, uh, Simone's run was never exceptional. No. No, it was perfectly serviceable. I That's exactly the word I use. It was serviceable the entire time. And because I like Batgirl and because I like Babs, I stuck with it in- until she was done. Um, mm-hmm. Until we got to the Burnside thing, and we'll talk about that uh, in a little bit. But um, <laughs> like, it was never great. It was, you know... It's fine. There was
2: there was a few bits I did quite like, where her and, and, and her brother and stuff, and yeah, that, was that the, stuff
0: was good. The best part of yeah. it, absolutely, was Batgirl Wanted, I think. That was right in the middle of it, uh, around the early 20s, mm. uh, with uh, Jim Gordon trying to hunt her down for the murder of her brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, stuff was pretty good. Yeah, that was definitely the highlight of the, the whole thing, but... It was. It was. It was never amazing. Like you know, I remember the like. Sean's in into like a vampire from *My Vampire*, I think, at one point. Uh, yeah. Uh, later on That's in the run. and there was it just. I don't know. It was a shame. I think. That weird. It's serviceable, but not great. is kind of. What the new fifty-two, for a a lot of it felt like. Yeah. Like the sparks not there. Like I'm reading characters. They've got bat symbols and Superman symbols on them, but. And it's fine for a while, you know, like
2: serviceable for a while, that's alright, but then after mm-hmm. all, like after 10, 12 issues it's kind of, want something more.
0: I think, uh, yeah. I mean it goes all back to, go back to the first, ish, uh, first issue, first episode of this podcast, and those first words from DC Rebirth is, uh, I love this world but something's missing. It's kind yeah. of scary how much that line, that, that panel nailed the feeling. Oh, yeah. Fifty Two, but that's—I mean—that's Batgirl. Nightwing, of course, very similar. Uh, those thirty issues of Nightwing were fine, serviceable. I like them. All. I like this quite a lot. Yeah. yeah, I don't like them as much as you guys. I thought it was it, all right, but I didn't love it. Um,
1: you could tell again editorial wasn't letting Snyder and Higgins, even though they kind of came in together. Hmm. They weren't really communicating because there was this whole setup uh, in the circus for training a Talon. And then it's revealed that the guy's not even a talent. And then yeah. it's revealed that Dick was supposed to be, and it was just like, "What are you guys doing?"
2: I think the I problem, it's right there. Yeah, the problem with that book was that it had to tie into Batman as much as it did. Yeah. When, when whenever it was Dick doing his own thing, like the circus stuff, mm-hmm. it was really great. Yep. But every time he got to like the night of the owl stuff and everything else that he got dragged into, it kind of just came down a good amount. <laughs>
0: Hmm. Um, I'd agree well you guys like that a bit more than me that's fair enough uh, mm-hmm. I, I yeah I thought it was fine but it was kind of like kind of something back at all for me Where I was like yeah I like Dick I like his voice um, and I know Higgins is a good writer I'm currently written by Power Rangers by uh, Higgins and that's that's a shit ton of fun
1: <laughs> Zero put that Zero issue put me in um, throwing in for doubt of his skills as a writer oh, I feel like Cowell I feel like the uh Callow
2: not
0: picking off kind of hurt his soul a bit. Uh, Yeah, I'm uh, I'm having fun with that, but it's it just you know I again it wasn't like I was super excited to be jumping onto a new Nightwing book and it it never really reached the heights that I was hoping it would. So, hey, uh, what's left in the Bat Family? Catwoman read that for one issue. Terrible. Read (laughs) that for eight. Couldn't. There was some better stuff later on. Yeah.
2: Like, when we get further into the new 52, but I guess we'll do that a little bit later. I assume that's after yeah. change of teams and
0: stuff, though. Oh, obviously. yeah. Uh, that, that
2: first was just yeah. fucking dreadful.
0: I remember getting to the end of that first issue and, like, Batman and Catwoman have sex in costume, and I'm just like, Ugh. this is just edgy for the sake of being edgy. Go away. I want none of this. <laughs> it was fucking awful. There's no other way of putting it. Yeah, that was that was Yeah.
1: So cool. Cause I was I was reading that I think Gail March was doing the, the march or the march, yeah. the yeah. the art. So that's why I kept reading it for eight issues, and I just like I can't anymore. I gotta yeah. stop.
2: Hmm. So. I, th- I think I got through pretty soon about eight, maybe ten. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's yeah. not good. Uh, is that all the bat books? I can't think of any other ones.
1: Uh, oh, there was the Batwing.
0: Oh yeah. Lasted for a little bit. Batwing, yeah. That was
1: that was weird because that's when out of the pages of Batman Inc. Uh, and then they came through later and searched that whole book up and made it... Uh, whats his name, son So if you were related to one of Bruce's allies, um, chances are your kid was suiting up. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. do yeah, oh, oh, no, That was just so forgettable. I, I admittedly never read any of that. That was... That fell through the cracks. I don't think it was that bad. I just it's just really forgettable and didn't really do anything.
0: Um, yeah. All right, so I guess that'll kind of wrap up the Bat Family from the sort of early days of the '52. Uh, Green Lantern Family. This was the other one where nothing really changed. It just kind of continued on as it was, um, almost to its detriment in a little way. Because I remember John's Green Lantern. I remember getting that first issue and being excited because most of it was on Earth, and I was like, "Oh, finally, are we getting away from all these." space shit and you know prophecies and all these stuff now don't get me wrong even when it did go back into the space stuff really quickly there was stuff I liked in, towards the end of his run um, mm-hmm. stuff with the Indigo tribe and Sinestro in fact just the yeah. Hal-Sinestro relationship for the rest of the, his run was great uh, so yeah Green Lantern was still pretty damn good for you know the 16, 18 issues whatever it was when it ended I can't remember is that number but... About 20? Yeah was it 20? Yeah something in like that range uh, you know, for then, great. Um, and I was excited because I never really read much of Core, but this was like, the chance I was going to take at the start of the New 52. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, they're doing four books. They're doing Core, they're doing New Guardians. I like Kyle. Uh, John Stewart, Guy Gardner, not quite as much, but, you know, I'll, I'll give their book a go. Yeah. And then there was Red Lanterns, which was like, okay, I don't know if I want that, but I'll try it. Uh, <laughs> and my problem with all of those books very quickly became, after, after, after a few issues, maybe maybe the first arcs of those books, it became very clear, all right, these books kind of all just spin the wheels doing very generic Green Lantern stories waiting for the crossover that the main book is going to set up at some point.
2: Yep. Do you know what? I didn't even read these at first because, like you said, it was so much exactly the same as what came before and I hadn't been reading John's Green Lantern. So okay. I picked up the first issue of Green Lantern and I was like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on here.
3: Because
2: <laughs> um, it, it literally, there was no... Introduction. This was just straight in. Like, I was just like, I'm gonna come back to this a bit later. You'll you'll be getting to that soon, won't you? Yeah, relatively soon. Because you're on Brightest
0: Day, just now, you're not. I am. I'm I'm just getting towards the end of Brightest Day. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Uh, So, I dropped. I dropped the other three books, maybe after the first arc, and then I read to the end of John's run. Of course, Uh, that was good. It fell at the end into Green Lantern. Did you read the crossover issues of the other books, though? Possibly, yeah, because probably. they were they were part one, part two crossovers, weren't they? Not I think that. there was one point yeah. during that run, but I think so. I probably did for that, mm. but I, I don't. I never once. Once you got to the end of John Dee's run, which, by the way, warning you now, Connor, the end of John D's run treats it like it's the end of Green Lantern as a whole. Oh,
2: I, I know. Have have uh, see this thing? This is the thing with comics. Yeah. You read it, you kind of know the big events. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of know the
0: rough ending because unavoidable. Yeah, um, and then Venditti started Green Lantern. And I I didn't really know Venditti. I came in, he was starting Flash uh, about 10 issues later, whatever it was. But So I came in, read, read two of Venditti's issues, and it was just kind of boring me to tears, and I just dropped it. See, I'd been reading his
2: X-Men Manowar, which was pretty damn good. So I stuck with it a bit longer, like, in hopes. It's like, I've seen he can do better with a sci-fi property. It's like, come on, you can just pick yep. it up a bit.
1: And that was the main problem, is it should have been better. And he just reset all the work that that Johns had done for mate Hal like a leader, and someone to listen to. turned around and just made him a jerk again. Like, he's the man. Hmm. And the court needs to question him so he can come back and save the day.
0: And again, it's back to the same problem that... um... Was Mountain Moor's time went on where oh we're still yep. doing we're just in deep space doing like space prop, you know prophecy stuff and giant planet and I know Green Lantern can be like a space opera book and you that does obviously appeal to that but like it would be nice to go like, a couple of years now without any of the other colored lanterns showing up yeah you know that kind of thing yeah there um, are other villains you know yeah. like
1: yeah you know that's why Johns didn't want to play with any of those I mean he played it by hand. But outside of Sinesho, he created almost all his own new ones. So, yeah, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, I it would just, like, do, do an arc where they're on, like, one... Be on all a planet, being on some extreme planet in space somewhere, but do, do like, a story where you're just on the planet and I you're mean, having to protect those people or whatever, you know? They did
2: do non-Lantern-related so for the first arc. It was... What's he called? The big guy. Big, massive, yeah. fuck-off thing. <laughs> I can't even think of his name, but it was like with Rakes,
1: the... the the living city.
2: No, no, it was like a. He, he came from like another universe. And it was like to do with all the the lights out shit.
1: Oh, relic.
2: There we go. Thank you.
1: Yeah, don't remind uh, me.
2: Big fuck off guy who. Yeah, I'm so I read... blind I couldn't remember his name. Oh,
3: description.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I read through that and that's what made me quit.
2: Yeah. Greenland was was
1: Venditti. Um,
2: yeah, I got through that to the end of that first crossover, and I was like, "Nah,
0: I'm done with that." Yeah, v- Vendetti made me drop Green Lantern—the one Green Lantern book I was reading—and it made me drop Flash. And I love Flash; it hurt me to drop a Flash, the Flash book. But uh, I will—I will, will say at that
2: time, though, I did pick up Red Lanterns because that's when Sewell took over that.
1: Yeah, initially the he was—he wasn't he, who was writing
2: it, but. Hmm. Yeah, I—I yeah. I really like that Red Lanterns run. I think that's pretty great.
0: Um, fair enough. Um, I, I I've yet to be impressed by Soul, honestly. Uh,
1: I I like more, more than of the that stuff when we like get now. to the uh, to the backside of Swamp Thing. That's <laughs> one of my favorite things from New Fifty Two. Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic
2: that Backside.
1: I, I preferred it to the Snyder's.
2: Uh, I do as well. I then I dropped
0: after like three issues. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, so <laughs> uh, I really like Snyder's run. I I've liked what I've read of Alan Moore's run. I I. Didn't really like the, See, the I, I like Snyder's run
2: like it's good but yeah. Saul's is better I don't know I don't care it's I dropped off it it's a
1: lot more bright than Snyder Snyder was playing with the Vertigo stuff and
2: yeah. making it
1: dark and and Saul came in and had some fun with it and, and as you say he did the same with Red Lanterns because that's all I hear I yeah. just the one thing they did was they did that reversible issue where the first half was Green Lantern the back half was Red Lanterns yeah and I was still heavily into collecting, and that right pissed me off. Because yeah, now I it have this one Red Lanterns issue standing up by itself.
2: You don't, uh, the worst part is if you're collecting Green Lantern and Red Lanterns, which one do you put it with?
1: Yep. Uh,
2: but then, you've got to give them credit for giving you the two issues for the same price as one. Because it, yeah. it wasn't extra priced.
1: No. Which, which, to me, that makes it more of a negative, because I only got half of the Green Lantern story. Was it, not, I mean?
2: was it not double sized? Was it not mm. too full? Issues? Was it not? No. Hmm. Okay. I don't yeah. think
1: so. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember. Mostly because I probably didn't read the red liners. I, I
2: vaguely remember it thinking, at least, it was two full issues yeah. and they just combined them into the one for the month.
3: Gotcha.
0: Hmm. Yeah. All right, so that's uh, your green liners. Uh, card flash. Wonder Woman. We mentioned that Azrael's run, of course, is very yep. much lost. And
2: then that's all that exists in the new 52 for Wonder Woman, yep. isn't it?
0: Well, because they thought we'll put, we'll take Finch and we'll put Finch's wife as well on the book. And I never read any of this because I, ever since Batman the Dark Knight, I just if I see that name on writing in any capacity, man or woman, uh, <laughs> creature from another planet, if it's the last name's Finch, I'm backing away slowly. <laughs>
2: I gave it two issues. I gave it a benefit of a doubt. It's was like, all right, Dark Knight was fucking awful, but, you know, may, maybe he was just, he's, he's matured. They, they, like, they got better. Connor yeah. sounds like
1: someone in an abusive relationship. He said he wasn't going <laughs> to hit me anymore.
2: <laughs> hey, I walked away after they hit me again. That's good. Good for you. You stand up. Uh, I gave, I gave him one chance
0: and, and they ruined it. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was Wonder Woman. Uh, I guess we'll briefly touch on the Edge and Dark Lines. Edge is really quickly... Honestly, I, mean, I read a lot from the... I tried a lot from the Dark side of things. I didn't really touch much from the Edge side of things. I, mean, yeah. I think I tried them all. Uh, Grifter was alright.
2: Okay. Uh, what, what are the Edge titles? I'm trying to remember what fell into Edge. Uh, I you think... Had Voodoo, you had You uh, had... Um, that was alright as well. Again, not great, but fine if you wanted to read.
0: Was the Demon Knight or whatever it was called, was that on Edge?
2: Oh, that's dark. <laughs> that's a problem. It's dude. so long ago because they all got cancelled. So yeah, well,
1: that was the problem with bringing Jim Lee and his co publisher. He's like, hey, I got Wildstorm. We should throw it together. And Dede goes, all right, we're bosses. We do what we want. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we got the Edge. Uh, and
0: yeah, then, then they lost so the bad. Edge quite quickly.
2: <laughs> oh man, what the hell was in Edge?
1: I just remember Voodoo and Grifter, because they were the only Wildcats characters.
0: They were both alright, yeah. Was I vampire or was that dark? No, it was that the dark. dark. Anything was...
1: that was remotely vertigo was in the dark.
2: I'm seeing if I can find them quickly.
0: Because... <laughs> really what iconic. the
2: hell was there?
0: Um... There was like five or six of them. Right, we
2: had, we had Stormwatch. Nah. Oh, I tried
0: good. an issue of that. I tried two issues of that. Because Martian Manhunter was in it.
2: Yeah. That's right. And that was by Cornell, so it should have been good, but okay. no, I, I dived out of that after two issues. Yeah, um, Apollo and Midnighter. Yeah, I there. don't even
0: remember that existing. <laughs> that may, <laughs> be, that may well. That, that may yeah. as well be the first time I've ever heard of that.
2: <laughs> yeah, Grifter. Uh, uh, we had All Star Western. Apparently, counts as an edge title.
0: All right, all right, yeah, yeah, I remember
2: that. That was. It was alright. It was just the same as what was going on before. Yeah, I've never really been cared about Jonah Hex, so I never bothered. But fair, Sergeant Rock and the Men of War—that was the war box they had. Was that um, part of the Edge? Yeah. Wow. I knew oh, there was one. Oh dear. Uh, and Deathstroke was in there.
0: Actually, the first oh, bit that's... of
2: Deathstroke under Higgins was really great. Was it? Huh? Yeah. And yeah. then and then what happened? Editorial forced him off, and who took over?
1: Tony Daniel. And he's drawing him with a gigantic sword. The giant swords are cool.
0: Well, right, so that's Edge. Uh, Dark, of course, we, we've talked about Swamp Thing, how good Animal Man was. Uh, Just as Dark, Rocket first, but a lot of people liked it when Lemure took over. I. Like, I, I definitely. I tried Lemure's stuff, it seemed fine. I wasn't super into it, though. Um, once it got. Like, I read the Trinity War issues, obviously, because it tied into things. Those were probably the weakest issues as well. Um, well, nah, after
1: that too. After yeah. Forever Evil. I tried
2: it at yeah, the start. I tried,
0: I tried it when he started writing. Yeah. I'd read a couple. And it was fine, but I just... like I'm not into Constantine. Uh, and he was like the core of that book. Oh.
2: Constantine and Zatanna. It's like, yes. It's yeah. my jam. Oh, I like Zatanna.
1: House That's of great. Secrets. House of Mysteries. you had uh, the Demon Intrigan. It was it was a good time.
0: It was. I really, I really love that, that like that run. Yeah. Actually, right, so if we're going, I was just going deeper into the New Fifty Two. But if we're going into like dark sort of magic stuff, the the book I really liked, only lasted like twelve issues, was Gotham by Midnight. That was very good. I really <laughs> liked that. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was much way... later, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was way later on. I was actually really pissed when they cancelled that because yeah. that, that was the point when I was down to like five DC books, and that was one yeah. of them. I was like, God damn you, you bastards! Yeah, because that was
1: Ray Fox, right? It was Ray, Ray Fox. Fox yeah. But,
0: yeah. Um, and it was Corrigan and a team of like supernatural cops. detectives, yeah. Basically. And but mostly most cops who like started as normal cops and were sort of like pulled yeah. into it and it they was stumbled like, into it, yeah, yeah, it was like a uh, angel investigations in Gotham kind of thing. It was it was cool. I yeah, liked I really it. like. It. Sounds fun. Um, I'd recommend checking it out. It was a good horror book. Um, but so I so in terms of the, the magic stuff and the the dark sort of fantasy stuff, that's what I liked. Uh, what else did time. we have? Um, but, jumping back to demon, the original dark demon knights. Demon, oh, demon knights, fantastic. Yeah. Mentioned Where? I vampire, I zombie. No, eye zombies not in that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just I'm hearing I eye. iVampire. eye vampire. vampire. That was the one. Um,
1: First time we'd
2: seen Sorrentino at DC. Uh, DC. Yeah, and oh. he really made an impression. Yep. Those early covers really hurt that book though, because the early covers were like oh. someone else entirely, weren't they? Hmm. First, yep. like six or so, and they're all like Twilight-esque.
0: Yeah, that's probably it's... why I never read it. I because what I mean, the Twilight-esque thing is a problem, because like, obviously I see Twilight-esque and I'm like, oh, like go away. But I think in general. At, the, at that time, when that all launched, like, Twilight was huge at the time, True Blood was huge at the time, which I also hated. Um, I was just, I was just like, really not wanting anything to do with vampires in general at that time. Yeah. You know, I was just sick of vampires and yeah. just how they were being portrayed in media. It was all about the, the erotic sort of yeah. dark romance of it all. Uh, everything I liked about vampires from old movies and stuff and things like Buffy was all kind of, like...
2: The thing is, I don't even mind that angle, because... That's kind of Dracula, really. No, no, it is. But like, it was taken too far.
0: It, yeah, if you look at Twilight and True Blood specifically, are the ones that really, you know, mm. upset my balance. Um, it it shifted more into soap opera bollocks. Yeah. Whereas Dracula's more yeah, I love yeah. Dracula of course. Dracula. Did, did you ever
2: did you ever go back and read High Vampire? No. You should. Hmm. Maybe it's good. I will.
1: The first arc, I read the first arc and it's really good. So, yeah. and it crosses over with one of the bat books. I remember, Ray says you want to know what uh, Alfred is up to. Check out I Vampire, like issue nine, or whatever, because these vampires had invaded Gotham. Yeah. Hmm. So, it's a pretty cool concept.
0: No, that just really leaves Justice League and Justice League International, which I believe is the mm. other one that starts. Oh, hang on, when was the uh, the Amethyst title? Was that at the start? Was that? That was that? later.
2: Right, yeah, I don't think that was. I, I really. Yeah, I think that was extremely underrated, because
0: it was a that lot. Was of sort
1: of sorcery.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I yeah, so we had Justice League by Johns and Jim Lee, and it was. It got good. It got good later, but it certainly like, the opening arc was very generic and basic and didn't exactly set the world on fire. Um, mm. I th- I think, for most people, it was around Throne of Atlantis when it started to feel like a proper, Justice League book. Mm-hmm. yeah I think
2: the second arc was weaker than the first
0: as well uh, gonna, I barely remember it so. yeah. yeah exactly okay. at least the first one you know what happened yeah I can remember what yeah. happened in the first one uh, but no over was good Um, I liked Forever Evil a lot obviously that was like the main event as well but the Justice League issues during the event were also really great yep. and, I also, and I also like Justice League of America as well at the same time that was like, the Stargirl and Martian Manhunter stuff uh, obviously that launched later, but we'll just sort of include it here because it obviously ties in. Yeah. Um, I liked that book when it launched. Um, I liked it as well when it became uh, United Yeah. for a while because Lemur was writing it. Uh, See, it United was...
2: is when it lost me. After about two or three issues of United, it just just yeah, lost I get,
1: me. I got to the second arc. Yeah, I was sort of like, oh, I'll pick this up and trade and
0: they able we'll gone back. Yeah, I, w- I was fine with it until... Uh... Because Lemire left it, and I tried it again when, I think it was Pac, actually. Was it Pac? No, Parker. I think it was Jeff Parker. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Who started writing it again, and it seemed fine, you know, because I liked those characters. I liked a book with Stargirl, and Martian Manhunter, and, you know... Animal Man. Animal Man, yeah. Because his book had finished by that point, so it was nice to see him in something. And I just, like, I liked the characters, but again, the stories weren't exactly setting my world on fire. Yep. Uh, Justice League yeah. International, which the only lastly like, to this issues, I read like one issue of that. It was it was
1: notable because Booster, was one of the only people Booster Gold. Yeah. To remember, pre-New Fifty Two, because he shows up at the end of one of those issues, and sees himself and it's not himself, and it got me very excited. And spoiler alert, all it did was lead to convergence. <laughs> so I was like. You know, someone knocking on your door and you open it up and then they just hit you in the face. I was like, well, that's what I get for opening the door.
0: Well, let's talk about highlights before Convergence then. We'll use Convergence as a sort of uh, a road stop. Mm-hmm. So, highlights before Convergence. Obviously, Lemire's Animal Man was at least mostly before that. <laughs> yeah. It was all before that, wasn't It was it? all before that, yeah. That
2: yeah. was way before that ended the 20s
1: yeah, 20s like, or 30s not fair enough yeah. hazy. <laughs>
0: I'm just yeah, thinking yeah. it
2: must be high 20s low 30s
0: yeah. this is another yeah. one where you guys like it more than I do uh, but don't get me wrong it's good um, I like the art a lot um, I don't love the story though I think the story's fine wait which one are we talking about? Lemire's Green Arrow oh
1: yeah I, I heard Animal Man
0: yeah, yeah I thought we were like, on oh. Animal Man as well Pete yeah, I do oh, like, no, I like Pete. Animal Man
2: more
1: the...
0: Animal Man's great yeah, yeah.
1: No, I really loved that because the story to me is, it's the Immortal Iron Fist in DC. And that's one of my favorite stories.
0: Yeah, and I that, love it.
1: The art for some Sorrentino and actually doing character stuff with Ollie. And we got Emmy, his sister, out of it. And an awesome Dr. Vertigo, or Count Vertigo. Yeah.
2: Uh, like the whole supporting cast was really good. Fife and what was the girl's name? and uh, Naomi. Ami, yeah, look great. and I even introduced Diggle, and it was actually kind of good. It wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I just reread it. Like I finished rereading it yesterday because I got the deluxe edition. Nice art looks just absolutely fantastic on that.
3: Yeah, I bet.
0: Sorrentino does everything great. Yeah. Um, Any other highlights before convergence? What we we talked about convergence. Uh, Souls Swamp Thing. There you go. Right? Jump into Souls swap Thing. That
1: uh, was he uh, started playing with. The, the different, like, so Snyder and Lemire had introduced the red and the green and the black, and you found out there's other different forms that they all kind of keep each other in check. And now with the red and green being uh, wounded from What World, they were all making their play. So it was this long, I think he had like two years on it. So like 24 issues. And he left this big, long story and the payoff is so amazing. Like, what he does about, you know, the power of the written word.
0: Yeah. And I didn't he even realize it a... went that long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it was, about that. Well, well.
2: uh... And it's, what's especially great is a lot of it is one-shots for quite a while.
1: Yeah.
2: Or just two-issue arcs. They're, it's a lot of shorter mm-hmm. arcs that build up. And because they're shorter arcs, they build up really quickly.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You yeah. have the
1: whole Cedar arc that happens where someone challenges a swamp thing for Power of the Green. And that was, like, three issues. Yeah. You're like, "Oh, I was liking that." And then he drops something else new that you really like. So, I I definitely recommend it to people. I, you don't have to read Snyder's Run first, but I would recommend it because it a lot of what he does
2: jumps off from there. So, Yeah. Uh the other great thing for me that started before Convergence, I think would be Grayson because that was mm-hmm. just after Forever Evil, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yep. That, that would have been Yeah, cuz that was 30 issues, so yeah, that didn't. Been... Yeah. And mm-hmm. That's like
2: it's just a fantastically fun spy book. It's yep. It doesn't take itself that seriously. It gets a little convoluted at times with some of the spy tropes. Yeah, but, but it, it has a fun. lot of fun. Yeah,
1: and you know, there's this theory out there that Dick Grayson was always meant to be DC's Peter Parker. He was the everyman, you know, the the regular guy hanging out with the Beatles. And I felt that more in Grayson, like when he's joking around with his partner with Agent One yeah or to whoever tiger was i can't remember his agent number but he was i up there and like he's doing in one of the later issues he's doing his own theme song and you can tell it's to the theme of bond yeah <laughs> To the bond one and he's like Would yeah. you stop that and he keeps going and it just reminded you that you know batman characters can be fun
2: that goes on for about six pages it does like a montage yeah. of situations uh-huh. it changes the lyrics for each situation it's
0: great yeah yeah, I I like Grayson as well. Um, I'd never actually finished it, and this actually leads us on nicely to convergence, which we can't really talk about because I don't believe any of us actually read it. Did we? I did. Oh, read I, I, read, I
2: read. I read the first issue and two of the minis.
0: <laughs> I I read the zero issue because it, it was nine weeks. Because DC were moving offices from one city to another city.
2: Yeah, from New York
0: to Burbank. And their plan to deal with this two month weirdness. And have books out. We, I, I'm not sure why they couldn't have the regular writers have books out. I don't know, but they had all these other writers come in and write. They had like this one team write a nine issue, a zero issue, and then one to 8 of convergence, and then all these two issue minis that took place over the two months. And this, like, I mean, I was already kind of wavering with the number of DC books I was reading. Mm-hmm. This killed my pull list because this was DC was gone for two months essentially. And yep. when it came back, I just kind of forgot to come back to everything I was reading, other than Batman and Justice League. And even then, I I caught up in them later. I didn't necessarily jump right into them. I yeah. can't remember what else I was reading at the time, but it wasn't a yeah. huge amount to be fair. But it all got just yes. like banned.
1: Well, some of the minis that came out through Convergence were worth reading. So because that's where we got this—the new Lois and Clark, well, the old Lois and Clark, yeah—and then the new yeah. series came yeah. from there, and. Uh Greg Rucka returning for a question story. Those two issues with Collie Hamner. What did so read? I read,
2: cool. I read the Harley Quinn one, which was just, was like classic Harley, a bit, mm-hmm. more, a bit more cookie and you know fun. Deanies. yeah, yeah. And then I read the Shazam one. Yeah, that's really good. Was, too. Which was
0: really good. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I was, it was one of those things where I read the zero issue of the 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 event. Um, we call it an event. What it really was is, oh, we have nothing for two months. Have this. Oh, the, the
2: problem was, wasn't it all the, the weekly ones, Future's End and the Earth 2 one, that kind of built into it? Yeah, and, like, and out of it. And then out of it, yeah. Right. It was like, I don't know what the hell's going on for this.
1: And at the same time, you had Multiversity still coming out, which was telling an almost similar story.
2: But it was a completely different rules on the, on the DC yeah. multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: So it nothing lined up, and it was weird. And they brought in, uh, what's his name? The guy looks like Oliver Queen, Warlord, for an issue. And I was like, well, who is this for? Because I can tell you, if there's not been a Warlord book for the New 52, it's so weird that he comes in riding a dinosaur. <laughs> like, I have no idea what I'm reading. And like an idiot, I read all eight because I had made a commitment. And that's when I started saying... I read the bad stuff, so you don't have to. And I became a very bitter man. <laughs>
0: man. You were a bitter man. <laughs> yeah. You uh, were a bitter man. Um, so that, that's Convergence. That was like a big staple, sort of, about a year before... was that year? Was it two years before? Two. It it 2014. Jeez, okay. 2014, 2015, I can't remember. God, that, that was... Crazy.
1: No, it was 2015 because it came out at the same time as Marvel's Secret Wars. And I remember making right. a comment... In the Mild Fuzz group, you want to get a bad case of Whiplash, read those back-to-back.
0: Yeah, okay, a year, a year makes more sense. Because uh, yeah.
2: DCU spun out of Convergence, didn't it? That was the yep. the yep. lineup after, and that started with issue 40s. Yeah,
0: because
1: Futures yeah. End was their big... Futures End and Batman Eternal was their big uh, in
0: 2014. Yeah, I... That's the thing, like, I was just so... like At this point, my enthusiasm for DC Comics was so low Mm-hmm. The, I, I was just in like a real state of like not caring about things. Um, Nothing was spurring me on. Uh, so they announced the DCU stuff, and uh, kind, I, mean, I kind we... of... You, you must have been enjoying PAX Action Comics. That was going at that time. I was, yeah.
2: yeah. Because that came Comfort. in, what, 25? 25. With,
0: 25. With that, that For me, yeah. PAX Action me Comics clear. in the middle of the New 52 was the best thing in that section of it. I when, was loving it. When that. it wasn't
1: tying into a weird...
2: Crossover.
0: Yeah, that weird crossover with Doomsday. Yeah, I skipped that part, but the the solo pack stuff before that and after that. Yes. Really, yeah, really like that. Oh,
2: what? Well, afterwards was the, the Horrible. Yeah, yes. I like that. That was, that was fantastic. That's the best
1: Superman story to come out of the new 52, bar none. Yeah. It was Horrible. Yeah? And, and I was going through some anxiety issues at that time. And then there's that issue where Superman makes the decision. He's like, yeah, but courage is looking at fear and deciding to go anyways. And funnily enough, my favourite superhero helped me through issues. And coming off of other things, I wasn't expecting that, you know? Mm. So, because it had been not so good. That's what yeah. Superman's yeah. there
0: for, man. Because that was... Exactly. Because that was right around a time that Snyder's Batman was doing Zero Year, which wasn't oh. bad, but it was like, it just felt so like a tangent compared to... Like, a, st- can we get back to the main story, please? I think the problem is a little overlong, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, it's like that w- nine issues too long. That came in. That's in, a bit harsh. <laughs> that, that swooped in, as it were, uh, to use some Superman terminology, oh. and like prop me back up again. During that time, uh, I really liked Action mm-hmm. Comics. Yeah, because that 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 first one, the the
2: zero year issue of Action Comics, is mm-hmm. one of my favorite issues from all of the New Fifty Two. It's sure. just fantastic.
1: It's him saving the boat, right?
2: Yeah, and like fighting against the storm. Yeah. Oh,
3: that's yeah. So good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pa- pa- PAX Action Comics, very, very good. Um, I think it wasn't long after that that we got Gotham by Midnight that I mentioned. I think that um, came out after Convergence as part of the yeah. DCU stuff.
1: Because they also did the I think, Gotham I
2: think, I think Academy. I think that was before.
0: You sure? I'm pretty sure...
2: Uh, I could be wrong. I thought that came out at the, like, after all the other stuff. Because, I mean, how, how many issues did that no, get? They
1: came, out, they came out after Eternal, because that yeah. reset the board.
0: Yeah, because, it wasn't um, after convergence in-game,
1: because in-game spun out of Eternal Two
0: because I had twelve issues and it didn't like if it came after convergence, it would have ended at the end of the New Fifty Two, and it didn't. It ended much. You're more right. It must have come a, few, before that. a few months before.
2: Yeah, yeah that was November twenty fourteen.
0: Ah, it was on version six or something. Like May that. yeah twenty fifteen. April yeah. May, I think it was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, now I like that, and uh, I, I guess this is where we talk about. Uh, New Batgirl Girl, sort of, because that was a bit before as well. Yeah, that was a bit before, and it sort of leads into DCU because it led to things like Black Canary and Gotham Academy and stuff. Um, I didn't have a problem. Like, see, when they revealed the character and they said, right, "This is what Bat Girl's going to look like now." Yeah. Um, my only real issue was was that she looked a bit young. Along that, I didn't mind having the new suit. I, uh, yeah. Nice refresh. Yeah. It's still purple and yellow. It, it, it looks
2: fine, frankly. Like even keeping it now, I'm more than happy with.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. And then I read the issue, the uh, issue thirty-five or whatever it was was the the start of this mm-hmm. new, this new run, and I really wanted to like it. Like I was determined to like love this new Batgirl book, and it just like it showed me away as quickly as it possible could. With just things that I did, I thought the writing was really weird and like overwritten. Like it felt like there was so much yeah. text per page, mm-hmm. and then she was beating villains with QR codes. And stuff like that, and they were constantly dropping in references to social media and like their fake version of Twitter, their fake version of Facebook. I definitely didn't hate it as much as you did
2: because I quite liked it at first. At first, I thought it was pretty decent. The art I really liked actually.
0: Mhm.
2: I thought it looked great, and it definitely had a, at the time, was a distinctive visual style for DC. Yeah.
0: Well, I think the problem for me though is like, all that stuff tied into this new version of Babs. Like, they were suddenly writing her as if she was much younger. I'm like, yeah. for me, Babs is like this really smart person who's been through so much shit yeah. and yeah. can like hack into the, you know, the Pentagon if she needs to to help out Bruce. Like, you know, this is who Babs is. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, there's scenes with her in Black Canary. It feels like it's out of like Kawhi 90210 where they're talking about boys and. No, that, that definitely was a problem. And it's part of why I got bored of it after about five
2: or six issues. Because at first I was like willing to give it a chance. I enjoyed it for what it was,
0: but it just. And I I I don't want that to be taken the wrong way. I'm not saying it can't have stuff like that. I loved Brian Q. Miller's Batgirl with Stephanie Brown, and that was definitely a high school girl team book. I mean, anyone who knows me knows I love Buffy and things like that. I think you can do all that kind of stuff and make it feel well written and make it feel nice and natural. I have no problem with a scene with uh, Barbara Gordon and Black Canary talking about. Uh, a guy the problem I have is that these characters are so past that point and they're so grown up in my head and you've de-aged yeah. them so much and they feel like high school kids now
1: Well, and that was the thing with the Black Canary book is somehow she was still a spy but she was <laughs> super young and she's funding this band for who knows why
2: because and... she needs money clearly
1: yeah and I wanted like the Black Canary book so bad that's so the much. thing I
2: thought the first issue was really good Mm-hmm. And I feel like it could have been a really good mini, like four or six issues. Yep. But yep. by the time you got to four or six issues and it became clear they didn't have a plan for the story yep. and it just kind of trailed into nothingness, that's where I dropped it.
0: Yep. Yeah, uh, similar with Gotham Academy, I really wanted to like that. I, I actually really, really loved the, the concept of this. It's a private mm. school in Gotham. You know Because oh. I remember my favourite moment in the first issue of that when I read it was... Like they, they see like a glimpse of Batman out a window or something like that, and it was just decided you're in this world, but yeah. we're focusing on just what's going on in this school and whatever's happening. Uh, but for me, it just came down to the writing. I I just didn't think it was mm-hmm. that compelling. Again, this is something I like more than
2: you because I stuck with this for a good while. I like the characters like Maps and Olive. They're like I, I think they're really fun, but it got to the oh. the yearbook arc, which and then it just lost me. It, it, because it stopped... like It was a story. It was moving forward and it was going somewhere. And then it got to this arc where each issue was like three flashbacks that were related to nothing. And they were all different artists and it just completely lost me and I just can't see myself going back.
0: Yeah, I... Because this is one that's not actually rebooting for Rebirth. It's just kind of continuing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Second semester. And that, that's, that's fairly... It's got its fans and they can have their book. Like, yeah. I... It's it's different with things like Batgirl where I love that character and I want a good Batgirl book that I want to enjoy. So I get kind of uh, petty with that where I'm like, no no, cancel this and do a good Batgirl book for me, you motherfuckers. Whereas the Gotham Academy, <laughs> it's easy to just say, well, you know what, it's not for me. Other people like yeah. it, fine, let them have it. Whatever. Yeah, you know. that's
2: that, that's part of the good thing about Rebirth in general as well. Now, like, there's still and what we were saying about the start of the New Fifty Two, there's a lot of diversity in in what looks to be coming out. Mm-hmm. Some of it's not going to be for us, but that's fine.
0: Yeah, yep. but the problem comes when it is characters like Batgirl that I care about and have an investment in, and they give me this thing that's just so not like Batgirl. It's yeah, it's the same thing we've been saying all episode about Superman. It's,
2: yeah, it's too different. Yeah,
1: yeah. Superman. Just, I don't care how young he is. Should not be using the phrase booty call.
3: <laughs>
1: He's a boy from Kansas that was raised by proper parents. He does not say that. <laughs>
0: Well, maybe maybe they died young enough that they didn't teach them to not say how to call I finally
1: used this phrase, I heard. <laughs> uh,
0: dear, dear, dear. Uh, so, I didn't really try any little DCU stuff. Um, I know Midnighter was something that a lot of people liked. Yeah, it's pretty good.
2: I, I can oh. vouch for that. I haven't read the last few issues, because I fell off, but it was actually
0: really enjoyable. Because, uh... Orlando, who writes that is going to be doing um, supergirl and supergirl the night of the monster yeah. Man crossover I believe. yeah and the night of the monster Man crossover yeah, yeah. batman and all the nice things i hear about that book are filling me with confidence for those
2: oh you should be it was i fell off because i was trying a bunch of other stuff and i just kind of fell out of it but really? it was it was good yeah, you turned out into a
0: filthy red for a little while. For, yeah, well, Honestly, I think that's the weird thing, is that we're all DC guys who all grew up on DC and all want to read DC books, but there was a good time in the New 52 where it was like, you know, that's Marvel now, looks quite appealing right that's now. Where, that's, that's, that's where I jumped much, into
1: before. Yeah. yeah, and it's been my favourite book. Since October 2012.
0: It's been very rare for something to unseat
3: that.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's like, oh, Bendis is doing a couple of X-Men books. Yeah, maybe I will try, try. And that's what's the weird thing, is that DC got to such a point where I was so disillusioned with them that I did start reaching out to other things. Uh, and I've definitely kept a lot of uh, original stuff. Uh, Marvel, in a weird way, has kind of fallen off for me now as well. I'm uh, down to maybe two Marvel books again um, now. I, I think a big part of that is with Rebirth coming back and when I care about DC I care a lot more about DC's characters and universe than I do Marvel um, yeah. which is why we're doing this show we all I'll be honest stuff. it helped so much that I think what start of last year start
2: 2015 we got all the Star Wars books starting and obviously doesn't help you Pete because you don't care enough about Star Wars mm. but for for me and Matt I, I imagine yeah. it's like well this plugs a good chunk of the DC hole <laughs> yeah it did it very much did because you were getting three four issues like mostly one a week at, at Sometimes two for a, week. a
0: while. Yeah.
2: And was, it was consistent and it was great to have something like that.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't mean it bad. Marvel's still got good stuff that I'm definitely going back and reading and trade. But I just, uh, when it comes to reading monthly, I want to stick to one universe and DC's the one I care about.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. You see the teasers for what, what's coming up in the Marvel universe and it's just like, nah, I don't care about this. <laughs> so it's, it's not that it'll be bad, it's that I don't care. I don't care There's, enough to uh... try it.
0: Yeah,
1: they're in a weird spot, kind of like DC was, not nearly as bad, but with Secret Wars, the way it ended, everything was so amorphous.
0: Yeah, cause they, they revealed those teasers this week for U.S. Avengers, and I looked at the uh. the the cover, and I'm like, I could maybe name you half of these characters. Yeah, there was the big <laughs> one that was okay. the the big one with the
2: two teams, like the divided yeah. week, fall, whatever it was yeah. for whatever. Yeah, like I can
0: barely name you half of them, and I'm like, who's this Genuinely. woman wearing a Captain America shirt? Who's that? <laughs> Like I have no idea. But um, yeah,
1: but no, they're still good, smattered out. I don't. Well, of course, I'm not overly. Is, you know, with DC right now, with all the Rebirth books, I haven't cut anything yet. I'm still primarily DC, well, but well, I still, you know, I still look forward to other books. Yeah, that aren't DC. of course. Yeah. I
0: mean, I, I've I've been catching up on some of my like image books and stuff like that. Like I want to keep up with DC and keep up with some non superhero stuff. Cause it's a nice counter reading mm-hmm. material. When I mean, you're <laughs> not, you, you don't want a superhero book. Um, and we've kind of tangent in a little bit of Marvel talk here, but I think it's because it, just, it gives a good it gives perspective of where we're from and why we're not reading tons of Marvel and why you know we, we are on this side of the fence, as it were. And it's not a fight. It's never a fight. Don't treat it as a fight, people.
2: No, ah, <laughs> oh, You want to read Marvel? Go read it. I'm just yeah.
0: probably not going to bother that much. There's been a
1: great meme making its way. It started last year, but it was, you know, two nerds. One's wearing a DC shirt, one's wearing a Marvel I like Marvel because that's what I was, you know, raised on, that's what I like to read, and the DC guy says the same thing and they yeah, start to yeah. come to the middle and they're like, Well we can all agree Man of Steel wasn't good and, <laughs> and the Marvel guy goes, Yeah, but uh Age of Ultron could have been better. So it's well,
0: no, they no, a- no, no. the, other, the, other, the counterpoint to that should be but neither was Captain America First Avenger. And then they <laughs> shake hands. And then they go, Yes, yes, tranquility. I gotta,
1: I gotta disagree. The fact that <laughs> Captain America got my wife into tolerating my comics more. It will always have a soft
2: spot. <laughs> There's a the thing. To me. Captain America is a bit more divisive, but I think most yeah. people who read Age of Ultron didn't quite live up to the hype.
0: Yeah.
2: So it's it's fair to use that as the. Example. I still like it way more. Oh yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's not the question. It's mm. just no. in terms of the expectations.
1: But it was just it was person. a nice little meme of these two guys arguing and then finding common ground and then admitting that they have their faults and that's that's where we should be because yeah. i think there's a hashtag going around a couple of years ago i was like why not read both so yeah.
0: because it, i'm it, only dc was mostly shut that's why yeah. <laughs> that's true that's true but,
2: I'm, I'm just reading thor and black widow at the minute that's
1: two very good books
0: yeah and they are they're both
2: really fucking great
0: I'm not reading editing monthly. I will binge read the shit out of Bendis' Iron Man when it's mostly done.
1: As you should, because it's maddening weekly um,
0: or monthly. So uh, I I love binge reading Bendis stuff, so I will do that when the time comes. And I'm sure mm-hmm. I'll binge read some of the other stuff too. I'll, I'll catch up yeah. on Thor at some point. But but time you some Marvel talk and the reason why we did that is because it was just to put you in perspective of I <laughs> yes, only started were. I only started reading some Marvel because DC was like completely losing me what they were putting out. That's why it happened. So mm-hmm. that's the relevance. We're on we a bit too long on that to be honest but that's the relevance of what we just talked about and th- th- this is when we get to the the the, sort of the end of the New 52 here and we're talking about where I am down to two books. I'm down to Batman which to be fair that last year of Batman I wasn't really enjoying. I was reading it because I might as well finish it now. Yeah. And there were some bright spots right. here or there but super massive. The whole Gordon in the robot bat suit and all that stuff, I just yeah.
1: Yeah, so I, I went through organizing my comics after Rebirth was announced. And there's only two titles that I have all the issues for from the Zero to the Fifty Two. And that's And that's Batman just and like, Justice League. Yep. Uh a Flash who's one of my favorite heroes. I, I quit on. Green Lantern, Superman, Action. Aquaman,
0: all these other books, I really enjoyed at one point or another. Oh, actually, we never spoke about Aquaman. Uh, yeah, twenty fifty two. Uh, John's run John was good. I liked what came after that as well. Uh, actually, Jeff Parker. I actually ended up reading most of Aquaman. I, I dropped it when I think it was it bun after Parker. So when that's, ben, yeah. that's when I dropped it as well. And Me but, too. but then I picked it up for Dan Abnet again at the end. So I actually only missed like eight to ten issues or something like that out of the whole thing. Yeah, mm. so. yeah. There's that one lull there, but other than that. Aquaman was actually pretty consistent. It's like, kind of funny, yeah. looking back at New York 2 and saying that I read more Aquaman than I did Flash. I read more Aquaman than I did Green Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> thing, Aquaman, I
2: don't think, ever reached as high highs as some of the others. No. It's no. Lows whenever for the most part, it was a very consistently, this is solidly good.
3: Yeah. We all
2: agree.
0: For the one chunk. We yeah, ignoring that one yeah. little bit. Um I just wanted to try because I realised we hadn't talked about Aquaman I and mean, I'm sure there's probably a couple of books we have forgotten about. Yeah, we, but... we
1: skipped the whole Young Justice but the less we said about that, the better. Oh yeah, was... Teen
0: Titans was dreadful at the start. Superboy was dreadful. Uh, <laughs> I think that's all I read at the time. I can't remember. What
2: else was there? Blue Beetle was alright.
0: Static Shock, I think, was one at the start.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah, Blue Beetle was alright. Was it was a, Vi- a Vibe book or am I just making that up? There was. No, that, but was, that a was five book, uh, but it was, Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Later on, I could have been making that yeah. up, but yeah, that was all right as well. It wasn't awful, but you can see why um, I didn't sell
0: because yeah, yeah, you know, five. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they call it Cisco Ramon now, they'll yeah. I, I sell bet a few you that costs. would sell more now than it did four yeah. years ago, whatever that was. Well,
1: he was working for Cadmus or for Argus, one of the companies. Yeah.
0: Did you call it Snow-, just... Snow and Ramon? Make it a body book with uh, Cisco and Caitlin.
1: Well, the Forever or the. Yeah, the, uh, the villains issue, I think, was the Killer Frost issue oh. of, of that. So we got the Caitlin Snow, which was very reminiscent of the thing. Because mm. I remember, I think it was Sterling Gates that was writing that. And I tweeted at him. I, that was meant to be like an homage to the thing, right? He goes, you're the first person to bring that up. So I I recommend it if you want some fun. I
2: that, but we didn't really so. talk about the, the yearly events, did we? Uh,
0: well, I mean, well, the first one was really sort of Atlantis, wasn't it?
2: No, I mean like the September events.
0: Oh, yeah. right. Okay, yeah. The, the the stunts to get sell more issues. Yeah. Uh, those ones. Uh, so we had obviously all the issue ones the first year, obviously. Duh. Then we had all the issue zeros yeah. was the second year. And then, was it the villains the year after that? Oh, yeah. Was that, that was year. one of
2: the weirdest ones, though. Because some of them just continued the story and were like essential parts.
1: There yeah. was no consistency.
2: Yeah, because, I mean, uh, there was an Azarello Wonder Woman one that was just essential. There was a... A Lamia's Green Arrow one was just a Calvertigo the... issue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Can, I, can I say how much I hated those yearly things? Yeah. Because, and I'll tell you why I hated them. I hated that every single DC book I was reading suddenly had this weird, and in a lot of cases forced, prequel issue. And it just completely like came in, stopped the story at a grinding halt. And don't get me wrong, there was a handful of good ones that felt worthwhile. But a lot mm-hmm. of them, it was like, no, you need to do a zero issue. So okay, okay, I'll come up with something. Yeah, the zero issues were were worse. I think the
2: the villains one was the best because a lot of them just used it to tell a part of the s- mm. story, just from the villains' perspective. the Futures
1: but... End issues happened. Oh, fuck Futures End. Oh uh, yeah, that, I've never even tried that. I, I don't know which one I hated more was the Batman Futures End or the Joker Villains Month. Yeah. Um,
0: but even. Even the Villains Month stuff, though, the, the problem I had, though, is you've got every book doing the exact same thing at the same time. It made it really boring for me that month. Yeah. yeah I just felt like, oh, right, okay, I'm just doing this over and out. You know, like, I like I like that Rebirth, for the most part, is trickling things out, and we're not getting the exact same things at the same time, and, you know, I, like, I prefer that. I, th- I thought those months made it really frustrating to read, regardless of, you know, like, oh, it's a stunt to sell issues because it's a thing... It just, it made it frustrating to read. I just, I was bored those months. I think another issue was it made everyone cut off their arcs early. Because
3: mm-hmm.
2: no, very rarely did anyone do some, some like, continue after. It was always a new arc after. Yep. And it really hampered them into these six-issue arcs mm-hmm. for the most part. Like, for everyone, no matter what. Yeah. yeah. I think That's pretty weird. much Snyder was pretty much the only person I can think of who continued an arc, like, around. Yeah.
1: Yeah. well, because it wasn't the Zero issue, a prelude to Zero Year. It was that's where we got we got basically his Year One story. There was the fire scene and
2: yeah,
1: yes, Father, I'll become the Bat. Uh, yeah. I think that was or was that in did that start in the first Zero
2: Year?
0: I I, I feel like that was in Zero. I, th- I think the Zero issue, if I remember right, in Batman it was, was Red Hood Gang, wasn't it? it? Yeah, was, it was the first time. That, well, maybe that wasn't as well. But the one thing I remember from the Zero issue of Batman. Was it the first time that all the younger characters see the bat signal light up? At uh, the end, uh, I really like that moment. That, that was yeah. a good moment, yeah. That was a good moment. Yeah. Oh, that's why I remember it because I liked it. <laughs>
2: that's right. About
0: that. Uh, yeah. That was a really cool moment. There was a like, young decoration looking up and seeing the signal go on for the first time and stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah, that was good.
0: Uh, so uh, yeah, like, but yeah, yeah. So, end of year fifty two, and before we talk about how excited we are for rebirth, let's talk about why we would. Be excited for Rebirth. I want to just look at a couple of broad issues that sort of just circumference the entire thing. Mm-hmm. One, it's really become clear to me, especially having read some Rebirth books now and having them back, is that New 52, for a lot of the line, completely, not literally killed them off, but just killed away all of the supporting casts of things. Yeah. And a lot of the heroes suddenly felt like they were on their own. Uh, all the I books think, are very insular. Yeah.
2: I think that's part of the reason why I like uh, Lemire's Green Arrow so much, because the supporting cast is very essential to that story. They have entire plot yep. lines where he's not even there. And, that's right,
1: they're looking for him.
2: Yeah, and like they're going after yeah. Dragon and stuff, and like they're doing stuff without him. Yeah. And that's what makes that book really good for me in, in a lot of the New 52.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. And the cats are back.
1: Firefly fire agrees. Yeah, Firefly agrees.
2: Doesn't look very impressed, which pretty <laughs> is pretty accurate to how we feel. At the well, end we of the day. all know
1: Fireflies are Daredevil fans, so... <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. No, Firefly... Is it Catwoman, of course? Who else? That's yeah,
1: true. Well, I thought that it's was a, a little
2: I, did, I, I really liked Catwoman yeah. at the end, but I think it was Valentine took over. And it was yeah. like a, a crime drama thing.
1: Yeah, the one that she became, like, the the godmother of yeah, she
2: Yeah, she became the head of the... the crime family and she was all like the, the, the boss companies. yeah and yeah. she was the boss of all the families at the time and yeah, that was okay. really fantastic it's about 12 issues i think i think before and after dcu like six on either side
0: and that's because fantastic. i had
1: the cool J lee covers right like
0: yeah it did were
1: angular and whatnot
0: yeah yeah cat just knocked over of my make. nice What <laughs> dig okay. cats are digs
1: and that's not even the dick one either, that's the well behaved one,
0: so what are you doing, Pete? Uh <laughs> he's he's just he's, he's spinning around, he's tails hitting things. It's it's, it's a whole it's a whole I thing.
2: think I think you can hear me talk my like, cat one which is getting excited.
0: Uh, yeah. his favorite cat his favorite character though Streaky. That makes sense. He want, wants Streaky to come back. He wants some representation in comics.
2: Yeah, I got mine um, back, so
0: I mean <laughs> he's got Dexter, but he's you know, he wants a hero cat. Yeah. That
2: makes sense. And my
1: my dog's really into the bad hound. Whether it's Titus or Ace, so she we have a Batman pillow case that we put oh. on the ground, and that's her bed. So she looks like Bat Dog, but and I know she doesn't just upset me. She knows I want her to lay crypto.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is, is it's like no, no, no. no. Su- Superman's laying, Batman's roots at that, yeah. so that's, what saw, that's what the dog's thinking. <laughs> she does. Yep. Uh,
3: so,
0: but yeah. So that, that's why the thing is the supporting casts all just seem to be jettisoned. Yeah. Yep. Um. Legacy, which returned with rebirth, seemed to be gone. You know, didn't help that a lot of it was shuffled off to Earth Two,
2: and they weren't even like that recognizable versions of their characters. Yeah,
1: just barely. Because Alan Scott was tied to the Green, which was cool because originally his power had a weakness to wood. Yeah. So you know, it was like uh, they were playing with that. That was Robinson, but yeah, just kind of. Once the dark side stuff happened, it went sideways.
0: Yeah, definitely. No.
2: Hmm.
1: So, that's recognizable.
0: Yeah. But I I I think for the rest of it like, you can pretty much just say everything we were happy about with rebirth like that rebirth one shot and everything they were hinting was coming back. The 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 reason why we were all upset is cuz all of that was missing.
2: Like I think that's the thing John's knew better than anyone probably cuz he oh. was at the center of the New 52 yeah. like, this universe for, for many years now. And he he recognised what was missing and just channeled that into the book.
0: Yeah. It's I, true. I think that's why. we. I mean, we're obviously, we're a little bit apprehensive with uh, when the announced Rebirth. We're like, okay, we hope this is a good thing. And it was that WonderCon panel mm-hmm. that yeah. really made us feel all good. Like, okay, right, they're saying all the right things. I'm liking the kind of things they're talking about, you know. Kept taking
1: shots at DDO, which is yeah, lovely.
0: Yeah, yeah that it's was great. Good. They're showing his Nightwing with the blue. They're showing his Green Arrow with the oh. goatee. You know, like
2: it's small things that don't even make an impact on the story, no. but
0: just yeah, show a commitment. They're to rec- care. Yeah,
1: they're recognizable.
0: Yeah, it you, like we, we always use the metaphor that rebirth felt like coming home. I, I want to continue that metaphor by saying that New Fifty Two felt like you were overstaying your welcome at a friend's house, but you never you never quite felt comfortable just getting into the fridge for something. You know. Yeah. You felt yeah. like you always had to ask. <laughs>
1: They have their name on everything so you can't eat anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, them.
2: yeah. I think what's really crazy about the end of the new 52 is how there was some good stuff, like good and not great, like uh, Abnett's Aquaman and Percy's Green Arrow, yeah. which those teams didn't change with Rebirth, but the yeah. books just had a new well, life to them.
0: It's, it's worth, well, those were leaning into Rebirth as well, and it's, wor- it's worth mm-hmm. noting that while I said I was only on two books at the end, those last, like, several months did have more books because there was a lot of minis going on at the time. There was Titans Hunt, there was American yep. Alien, there was Lois and Clark, things that were all kind of building for the most part. Well, yeah, American Alien wasn't... That was just on its own. Yeah. Green Arrow was going for a good year. Like, that's from, like, yeah. 40-odd. Yep.
2: So that was going for quite a while. And it was it was good, as it was, but it just it feels completely fresh, yeah. different with Rebirth. And yeah, Rebirth... but it,
0: it never interested me, though, until... Rebirth, like I like, I'd heard there was a new team. I was like, "eh."
1: All I gotta say is he becomes a werewolf for like six issues, and it sounds ridiculous, but it's awesome.
2: It is <laughs> really fucking cool. Yeah, so
1: like, but yeah, that that's it. At DC, is they left the door open, and we all walked through. You know, and now we're all happy again. So,
0: pretty much. I mean, we we have been. And a really, really good uh, mood. That these past five weeks, we've been really positive, and I hope this wasn't super too negative. But I think you can tell just by our <laughs> tones, just kind of how not angry we were during the New Fifty Two, but just generally kind of like disinterested. Yeah,
2: disinterested. Yeah, you know? so I think we we drifted to Marvel. That uh, kind of, and and we want to read the DC more. That's you know, kind of what it says about yeah.
0: it. Yeah, you know what? I think there's nothing. There's one thing worse than hate, and that's apathy. Yeah, and they made us apathetic, and then there was like glimmers of hope, and you know, I think the tears that streamed down probably every big DC fan's face reading Rebirth probably uh, Mm -hmm. says sort of where we were and how happy it is to be back. And Mm -hmm. I think I think as we get to New Fifty Two, I think we'll just wrap up. We usually rank books. I think maybe what's your three three favorite things from New Fifty Two, just in terms of runs or major stories like pick your three favourites. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not going more... I I'm gonna be more specific. Rather than saying a full run, I'm just gonna give you three arcs. I think. <laughs> I'll be more specific. i you just see Snyder's Batman because that includes yeah. stuff towards the end I didn't like so I'm just gonna be specific and say that's my favourite bit. <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. Alright. Well I go first we... Yeah, yeah you go right. first. <laughs> Alright uh much to against popular uh opinion I'm actually going to say that Death of the Family is my, uh, my standout Batman arc I love Court of Owls. don't get me wrong Court of Owls is great I love um, what was the one after Zero Year Endgame um, endgame. Endgame. endgame Endgame was good um, but Death of the Family for me uh, it, it all comes down to see that first issue that was uh, Joker coming at the police station with the lights out and mm. the cops being terrified yeah, yeah. yeah like, that's my Joker Everyone's and on edge. Telling you know.
1: Gordon that he's, you know, knows his smoking secret because he sleeps under the bed. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh man, I'm not sleeping now. Thanks. It's
2: fucking terrifying, and while it's not my favorite of the Batman arcs, mm-hmm. I-, I can respect that choice still.
0: Yeah, so that that's that. That'll be one of the. Th- I'm gonna put them in any order. That's just you know. Okay. That that'd be one of the three. Um, I think let's do one each because I didn't think of the auto uh, come on, yeah. on. <laughs> next I'm going to say Lemire's
2: Green Arrow and it's harder to separate into arcs because it is it's shorter Long as well edge. yeah it is shorter it's about 20 odd issues maybe yeah that. and yeah and that includes the, the villains and the future's end as well mm. and yeah it's just everything that you could want out of a story really for me it has strong characters it's got a good plot it's got something unique. It's got great art. It's, it's, yeah, so it's, it's all there.
3: Yeah. Cool.
2: Um,
1: Matt. I'll, I'll jump onto Connors with with Soul's Swamp Thing. So, um, same kind of deal. They all play into each other. There's a lot of one-shots in there. Uh, a lot of new characters. And it's just it's so worth a read because it does something new with Swamp Thing, which is a character that's been around for 40-odd years. And he managed to...
0: Do some new stuff, so that was cool. Alright, uh, my second one's going to be PAX Action Comics, uh, minus the Doom uh, section. <laughs> um, but uh, no, uh, particularly uh, the Horrible uh, arc is fantastic. Um, yep. r- really, really like that stuff, so uh, that's my number two. Connor
2: just for the sake of keeping some difference, because obviously those are both great and could easily be yep. in mine. I'm going to go with a bit more out there. I'm going to Frankenstein's Ages of Shade. Nice. It's, I think, maybe eight issues? Twelve? Oh, uh,
1: uh, it went on a little longer than
2: that, yeah. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. But that's just fantastic. It's a lot of fun. It's it's a surprise hit for me out of it. Yeah. Hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: So I'm going to go, because my other favorites have already been discussed with Green Arrow and PAX Action Run, so I'm going to go a little sideways and say the Shazam backup from Justice League that Johns did over about, I want to say it was six, seven issues, and that was fantastic. It was him playing with the Shazam family, making Billy Batson a little bit of a prick, which up to this point, he'd been like this good kid that... It was kind of easy to hate. Like, I kind of get people's take on Superman. She could say a lot about... You know, it's hard to imagine trouble.
2: a kid being like that in today's world. Yeah, that's Yeah. Problem. exactly.
1: And he's angry because his parents have died. And he goes from foster home to foster home because he feels he doesn't need help. And I mean, we get a Black Adam appearance and we get Taki Tani um, in, in a different form. So it was really
0: good. Uh, that may have been my thought, actually. Oh man, I didn't realise. Uh, I loved that Shazam backup. That was yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really great. Um, where's my Shazam? See, shi- so when Johns comes back to writing comics, I want it to be a Shazam book. Do it. Yep. Yep. Game for that. Uh, in the interest of difference, though, I, I agree with Shazam 100%, but in the interest of difference, I will plop in Lemire's Animal Man. Oh, um, damn it. So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is what it's saying that we all have basically a Lemire issue or two. I know yeah, know. because for me um, I, I,
0: I think what's become clear for me having tried Lemire's, uh Hawkeye over at Marvel mm-hmm. um, and he's extraordinary X-Men over at Marvel and what I've read from DC is that I much prefer him when he's not doing a superhero and Animal Man's technically a superhero but he feels a lot more like an original like non-superhero character you know what I mean because uh, yeah. like you know sweet tooth i love um the sender i'm reading right now is really really great mm-hmm. like his... underwater welder is my single favorite comic yeah. thing i've not read ever. that yet but that's true. on the that's on the list but you know I, I think
1: it's fantastic yeah
0: ha- his original stuff uh for me i think always beats his superhero stuff so uh mm. and i don't mind i know that doesn't technically fall into that but it feels more like it no, I agree. And that's why I feel like a similar thing about the Green Arrow.
2: It doesn't play like a, a typical superhero book. Nope. Which is, again, part of its strength, like you're saying there with Animal yeah. Man.
1: They're like, you're the leader of this group. He's like, no, I'm not. Hmm. They're like, yeah, your dad left it for you. I don't know that fool. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah. it's,
1: so, it's all about him trying to dodge responsibility instead of taking it. Yeah, and That's what's great about it. So, yeah.
2: yeah. Okay third
0: choice now. <laughs> I'm torn do you know we didn't even establish rules do it. we did not establish rules at the start that we we to till not do duplicates but we have not right no, so no, far but now. It's, yeah it's, we're it's, on the last uh, the last uh, bit so yeah I'm torn between two
2: there's there's the obvious one which is Azarella's Wonder Woman because it's just mm. all there and it's fantastic and then there's Grayson because it's just so different and fun and I really love it yep. Yeah. So
1: which one
2: are you putting
0: there, Grayson? Hey, pick. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm going with Grayson. Look, I'm trying to yeah. have his kick and eat it too. It's between these two, and then he just goes quiet. He I'm, doesn't even yeah, pick. That, he just... that, that
2: wasn't even me trying to pass it on. That was just me thinking, like, yeah, oh, which one am I going to pick? Like, huh, it's a tough choice. <laughs> I know
0: your game is ginger. Yeah.
2: No, I, th- I think I'll go with Grayson, just because it's, it's a, little, a little different. I feel like mm-hmm. most people would say, when if you asked them about the New 52, but not as many would say Grayson
0: it's good Matt your last and I'm pack, not, and not duplicating yeah. anything that's been said so far you know,
1: and since Connor already he preys on Wonder Woman and that's like his 3A and B <laughs> you know we also got the New Gods in there with Orion and uh, Highfather which is real cool Yeah, but I'm gonna go with Throne of Atlantis um, right, okay. just just for its crossover like, it was a crossover that was well handled because Johns was writing both and I think um, Race was doing the art in both so it was very consistent mm-hmm. And it had one of my favourite all-time moments when uh, when Aquaman lets Atlantis know what's up by yelling, I'm your king, well, while riding a sea serpent.
0: I was tempted to not go with that, but I was tempted to say yeah. Parker's section of Aquaman, because I really yeah. like Parker. I, I, one of my disappointments, actually, with the rebirth, is that Parker's not on a, a book. There's a few yeah.
2: things like that. There's a few people who have kind of shuffled off.
0: Yeah. Well, he's still mm-hmm. doing stuff at DC. He's, he's doing the... Uh, I think he's doing like the... The Apocalypse, the Scooby stuff, and one of those yeah. things. He's doing yeah. future he's Quest maybe. One future quests. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so hopefully he comes back out of the fold. For maybe he's, he would be great on Super Sons Just saying, DC. Yeah. Just saying. That would be fantastic. That might be their plan. Maybe.
2: Yeah, it could be, because we don't know who it is yet. Yeah. Oh, hell, give him a JSA book, I think he would cope well enough with yeah. that. I, keep, I can't wait for JSA's return.
1: Yeah, that's how I feel about the Legion.
0: I can't yeah. wait for them to show back up. Uh, I can wait on those, but JSA, I'm not to <laughs> oh dear! All right, so that that brings us into this ramble of an episode. Uh, if this is your first episode of comics from the multiverse, I assure you the rest are all better. <laughs> um, this one's been a bit weird because we didn't have books. We talked about New Fifty Two, uh, but we hope this gave you an insight as to you know where we were with it, why we were so desperate for something like Rebirth to come along, because um, mm-hmm. it feels like, it does feel like going home again. And you know, I loved DC way more before New Fifty Two. Um, I didn't go into New 52 with that should thinking I'd hate everything. I didn't hate everything. There was We just yep. we just told you nine things. Ten technically is kind of cheating and give two. Hey, we, we even established it kind of trailed
2: off throughout the New 52. The start of it was strong stuff. There was, mm-hmm. a, there was
0: a good amount but there was also I, I think there was equally an uh, amount of stuff at the start where it was instantly like ugh. Like, oh yeah, there, there's always going to be that some of that with that amount of books. Yeah. But, Joker getting
1: his face cut off. It's
2: like, ugh. why?
1: Yeah. And then and then uh, Snyder Capullo making hay with that and the flies around the mask and it's just completely great t- storytellers
0: yeah
3: Yeah.
0: So. Hmm. so that has been our discussion on U 52 and I guess one thing I always do at the end as well tells you what's coming next week
2: Um, finally more new stuff yeah
0: there's new stuff coming (laughs) this Wednesday cannot wait Um, new book that's starting I don't actually have this in front of me but I can remember them all pretty well Uh, Justice League Rebirth is hitting this Wednesday that's the one new book that we've got Um, so do check out that we of course also have Batman issue 2 Superman issue 2 Green Lanterns issue 2 Green Arrow issue 2 and also, jumping ship from like, the other, like it was in the other batch with Detective in Action, yeah. but Aquaman issue two is also out. So Aquaman's uh, jumping to the other batch. God damn it, Skype. Couldn't, like, we're, we're literally in the the, the end run. We're, we're in the final couple minutes, mm. and Skype decides to be awful and shut everyone's camera off. But yeah, as I was saying, so there's your books for next week. We've got Justice League. Aquaman, Superman, Batman, Green Lantern, Green Arrow and uh, that's that's the whack. So that's what we'll be covering in the next week's show. Uh, looking mm-hmm. forward to seeing how Justice League turns out. Did you say Superman
2: in there? I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, there's
0: too many now. It's getting. It's, it's already getting to the point where oh there's an actual list. Oh yeah I'm <laughs> going to uh, after when we get to August I'm just going to have to have them sitting in front of me. There's no way I'm going to remember them all from the top of my head when <laughs> uh-huh. we get to that point. Uh, there's a lot of new books coming over the uh, the month of uh, July, though. Again, I don't have them sitting in front of me, but we do have Nightwing coming. We have Red Hood and the Outlaws uh, on its way. Uh, we have, I think, both Batgirl and Batgirl and the Birds of Prey are also yeah, starting. Yeah, I think so. One's got a Rebirth issue. One's just going straight to issue one. Um, and there's another one or two as well starting. I think Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns, is another one. Yeah. Uh, so there's a bunch of stuff starting over July, so a lot of new things to check out, as well as the issue twos and threes of things that we've already... Started with so, mm-hmm. uh, exciting stuff ahead. July should be good. Looking forward to it. So that has been comments from the multiverse, episode six. A rather weird and uh, potentially wonderful <laughs> episode six. Uh, Connor, where can people find you should they wish to? You can find me on Twitter at Connor ninety four, and if you
2: want more podcasty goodness, you can find me on Almost Cancelled, where we talk all TV shows, a lot of comic book shows, more more in the the network season where we have
0: every night. By the minute, we've got Preacher, we've got Outcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a thing. A lot of good summer TV is actually on right now, surprisingly. We, we weren't expecting yeah. so, so much good summer TV, but... It, the Night just Just go check out The Night Of. Yeah, go just, watch The Night Of. Trust us. Just do it. Trust us. Matt, where can people find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at MatterSteel57. And uh, doing a movie podcast called 1.21 gigawatts with Pete. Uh... Well,
0: that's about it, I think. Aye, you're sick. I'll let you away with the Thank the you. Ha- the half hearted plugs. <laughs> um <laughs> Of course you can find me on Twitter at Wibble eighty nine. You'll notice uh, uh you guys if you've looked at my Twitter not the last day or so, I actually changed my name on there. It's no I longer have, just oh. it's, it's no longer just Peter Bradley. Oh I mean, I'm still at Wibble eighty nine, of course, like my handle still. Yeah, the same. you can't well, change man. that. Yeah. Um but uh I am now Peter Colon Listmaster.
1: Oh, boy. So you needed another title for that massive head?
0: <laughs> yeah, because my ego's inflating for my name I gave myself, like. <laughs> To be fair, like, is the when title. you're giving
2: yourself a title, <laughs> yeah. that's already a pretty high bar of ego, I think.
0: <laughs> I just, I was sick of having just my name. It was boring. So I just, I thought I'd space it up with something, a bit of flavour anyway uh, sure. you can of course find me on the Screams After Midnight horror movie podcast that I do with Tim Vergulish the professor himself and uh, that's that's always good fun of course you can tweet at us at mailed underscore fuzz as a whole you can also get us on email at mailed at gmail dot com I had to think about that as I was saying it of course <laughs> yeah you can you can hear you just thinking like is it this <laughs> also I love how I started that with you can find us at email <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on the email, as if it's 1995, I need to explain what email is on the on the electronic mail, you can send us a memo <laughs> if you wish <laughs> uh, so you can do all that if you want to contact us of course, you know, let us know what you thought of the New 52, this, usually I'm, I'm saying let us know what you thought of this week's books, but you know, give us your thoughts on the New 52, uh, you can do that via those channels, or you can uh, in the comments below on YouTube you can do all that also, you should suggest what we should do in future weeks without books. What what should we look yeah at yeah I was going to put a little section at the end about uh, some non DC books that we've been enjoying recently, but this episode actually ran longer than I thought it was, so I've left yeah. it off. But for future fifth weekends or fifth Wednesdays where we don't have any books, uh, yeah, okay. let, give us thoughts. Do you, what, what classic books would you like us to cover? Um, I would say refrain from massive runs because we need to be able to reread them in time. Yep. So <laughs> arcs. Yeah, so arcs, you know, famous stories, you know, like uh, I'd love to do a long Halloween at one point and things like that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but, you know, yeah, let, do that. that. That's cool. And if you want to help us out, you know, like and subscribe and give us like a five star rating on iTunes with a little review. Tell us we're amazing and things. Not because we want our egos to inflate, but because it actually helps with people finding the podcast and I guess new DC fans uh, in the midst of the the multiverse crew, as it were. Um, of course, you can always come and discuss all of this with us in the Malphas Facebook group. You can, you can. We have an ongoing comics thread in there that just we have every month, and it always gets to like a thousand comments. Usually, it needs a volume two because we stop getting notifications because it goes on so long. Uh, so well, you can you can do all that a lot of fun stuff. Um, you can get joining in on. Uh, but I think that's, I think that's us. I think that's been episode six. We're here. It's been it's been a whole month since Rebirth issue one. That 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 one shot. That's crazy. We're in a brave new world. <laughs> what a time! Thanks for watching and/or listening, guys. And remember, never get lost in the Speed Force. Long live the Legion.